Welcome to the Rival Show. We're back for another episode. Um, change of our members this week. Uh, we have a newbie on board, and it, it may be like that one or two occasions, or throughout the year uh, as time goes on. I, I, I kind of prefer this, though. Do you know, <laughs> I prefer it. Do you not prefer it? I was talking. Welcome, to, like I was saying. <laughs> Guys, just cut me out. It's good to have someone new in the studio. So, because we have someone new in the studio, the studio being my spare room, we've had this conversation before. Because we have someone new in the studio, we're going to welcome him or let him introduce himself. Yes, yes. Hi, guys. It's me, Tyrone. Pleasure to be here on the Rival Show. Looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, to catch some joke and some good conversation with you guys. Unfortunately, Tyrone is an Arsenal fan, but these things happen. No, we're going to see past that. But I'm just saying, like, if, you know, because normally Gavin fills that seat, the hot seat, and Gavin has been pretending to be a normal <laughs> human being, right, in the, in the last couple of... So, so we, you know, let's have an actual normal human. If Gavin can't fulfil his role as a bad person, <laughs> right, then you just got to, you know what I mean, send him on loan or, I don't know if he's in pen or <laughs> wherever he is. <laughs> maybe, maybe he's got a summer job, I don't know, but... Yeah, so it, it has been a busy week, or busy weekend especially, for sports. We've had the Euros, obviously, which we're going to talk about. Ronaldo's finally done it, Portugal have won a tournament. Um, we've had Wimbledon, Serena uh, and Mr Murray. We'll talk about that. Uh, there's been some UFC, UFC action on the weekend too, a few fights there. Also, some Formula One. Lewis is back in the race. Always was in the race, but now it's really looking hot enough. I think he's only one point behind. Um, so that's what we've been talking about. And obviously... We'll get round to our football in the end. So the first thing I think we'll talk about is Wimbledon. Serena, she's here. She's done it. 22. She's a legend. Is she the greatest of all time? Yes. Um, personally, um, from a female aspect, I'd say, yes, yeah, she's definitely the best. Um, I mean, what, what faults are there? She's done pretty much what's been expected of her and more. Mm. The media have been against her for a while um, for obvious reasons. I think um, she's had the other battle, obviously, with her sister also being um, there as well. So it's battling with herself and the other competitors. But I think the amount of adversity she's been through and she's always come back yeah. stronger each time. And the thing I do like about her, she keeps going. And even if she does lose, like she has many times in the final, she's gracious in her style. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm just happy for her. Really, really happy for her to see that, um, yeah, raise their hand and... Uh, in the uh, black salute, shall we say, when she won at Wimbledon. But um, yeah, really, really happy. I think, yeah, me personally, I think I'd say she's a yeah, greatest female player of all time. Slip, man. Yeah. <laughs> Nail on the head. She's the best for several reasons. I mean, if we're, just to keep it in the context this in, first things first, back when you look at all the other people in the open era, you had Steffi Graf running about when nobody else got... First you had Navratilova, mm. wooden tennis racket, coming from Czechoslovakia. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. Now, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to slander anybody, but I'm, I'm not sure what kind of testing was going on back in those days. <laughs> <laughs> Women running around with moustaches and like, handlebar moustaches and hairy forearms <laughs> playing tennis, you know what I mean? Okay, no probs. Then you had Steffi Graf, who was only the best because the other chick got shanked in her back. What was her name? Um... Hingis. Oh, no, not Hingis. She came when we was in school. Yeah, legit. Oh, 
But um, the other one, um, Celes, no? that's it. The other German, Celes turns up. Yeah. Surprise, surprise! She's getting knifed in the in the solar plexus. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, are the two? Uh, is there something to say that Steffi Graf was behind it? I don't know, but she's one who. If you're looking at it as a crime, mm. who who benefited the most that, from that? that? That guy was schizophrenic, and he and he was. Steffi Graf knew that she might have been a, she might have been a psychotherapist for all we know. Wow. She might have, she might have, I watched Hannibal. Wow. She might have she might have planted it in there. For all we know, but like I said, I'm not a detective. Do you have an efficiency? Right? Yeah, exactly. They're the best at them things, aren't they? Right? <laughs> but looking at it from as a man, why is Serena the best? Because her body is strongest. Uh, the gluteus <laughs> is at its maximus. Right? When I watch, wow. I feel stimulated as a man to watch her play. The other women's women's tennis is brilliant. Say what you want, right? Guys, tune in because the chicks are hot. They got good legs. They shaved the moustaches now as well, a lot of the Eastern European ones that play, right? <laughs> okay. Serena always comes ready to play. You know, she's a, she's the best competitor. She's got the biggest jugs, biggest bum, strongest legs, strongest serve. 22. What did I say that was wrong? It's my first time, I, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, what, what did I say that was wrong there? It's true. What was I say was true? I mean, generally what we're talking about is a sporting attributes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Who cares about that, man? <laughs> you know what I mean? Sybil Kova, she's hot. Do you know what I mean? There's another one. Who, there's a few of them who are hot. So I, I think that she's the greatest of all time. Yeah. Um, post-war, etc. A lot more competition, I feel, she's had to face. Yeah, true. Um, than in the graph era. Yeah. Um, there has been times when it looked like... It was it was over for her. There was yeah, a time yeah, when she yeah. was really unwell. She had a blood clot or something yeah, in her lung, innit? Yeah. Really unwell. So it could have been the end, but she fought back. And the fact that she's got better. Now, women's tennis, usually you get to 25, 26, and that's it. Start it starts to decline. Yeah. Yeah. She mm. got to 31, and then there's one more title since yeah. she's 31 than she mm. did up until that point. And she's still yeah. hungry for more and as she's well. still looking to win more. And that's why, for me, looking around and seeing what she's done, longevity, etc. That's why, yeah, for me, yeah. she's the greatest. Of Plus, all you get all the, every time, every time one of these girls plays against her, it's like they've all, it's their cup final. Like, yeah, you yeah. get people, that's the, remember, like, oh, how many, how many times do I, do I moan about women's tennis and betting on it? Yeah. Because, one day, like, like even the woman she played the other day, Angelique Kerber, I've known who Kerber's been around for a while. Mm. Erratic. Yeah, erratic. True, right? Great legs, but erratic. She, you know, she beat Serena in, mm. True story. She beat Serena in the finals of the Australian. Yeah. Then gets knocked out first round of the French. Yeah. And um, Muguruza, who beat Serena in the finals of the French Open, then gets knocked out in the second round of Wimbledon. Mm. Casually. I mean, so every time someone plays Serena, they play their, they play out of this world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you saw, uh, was it Robson last year? Yeah. She went out of her, her way to point out that I gave her the game of her life, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Why don't you give other people the game, the game of their, of their lives when you play them? You're, playing, you're, you're Britain's number one or number two, whatever yeah. you are. You're out there. You're playing against. Oh, it was the lighty, wasn't it? Um, Heather, was it, Heather Watson. Was it, was it Watson? Yeah. Right. So you're playing. You're one or two. Britain's one or two. Mm. You're playing against Maria Shantananova, <laughs> two hundred and forty-seven <laughs> in the world. You're in the top fifty. Yep. You're getting knocked out. Mm. Yeah. Then you play Serena. I'm giving her the game of her life. Mm. Exactly. How about Why? you play the game of your life every game, and you exactly. might actually get somewhere. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I can understand that to a degree, but what I, I count with that is like most. I'd say like even like when we were playing football. You, you play the big boys. You, mm. you, you feel you have to prove yourself, so you sort of up your game. And like, yeah. like I said, I yeah. mean, and they say like sometimes you'll be playing a bog standard team, but you can't help but play to their level because 
you're dragged down to their level yeah, yeah. in certain aspects. So I can yeah. understand, like you said, yeah, you should give your all in every match or every performance. But I think to say to that, oh, you, I'm on the court with Serena Williams, you think to yourself, damn, I, I need to up my game. I need to push myself. Where if you're playing someone else, I don't know, ranked 234 or something, you're thinking, a little bit of you thinking, I could breeze this. I don't need to give that 100%. I could probably get through with 90%. You know, you could end up blowing it. But I think, yeah, having that superstar in front of you can sort of elevate you. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, yeah, to that extent, people, if, if teams are playing, you know, if you've got Fleetwood Town playing Arsenal, Man United, Chelsea, Liverpool, and the FA Cup, mm. people are running through walls. They've got their family in the crowds, everything, mm-hmm. everything else. But, I mean, none of us really played actual professional football, but I remember what we were all like. We were mm. all, to an extent, big time. I didn't care if I was playing Fleetwood Mac or... I know that's a, that's a, that was a pop band, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> what? what, what? <laughs> Especially Fleetwood Mac 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 yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That would be bad to lose to Fleetwood Mac. But you just, I just wanted to win. Do you know what I mean? I know, you know, I got nothing to prove to. I hate losing. I hate losing on Saturday or Sunday, even. So, yeah. Just to clarify, we're going to do this because we're here. So, twenty years ago, we left school. Um, when we went to school in East London called St Bonds with a few people who have gone to Chris Hewitt and Jermaine Defoe uh, it's a well known school in East London when we went to school it was separated in two two uh, sets of classes so Atkinson Forrest Coleman Bell Heath and Wall you know there were different levels of intelligence when you got to a certain age but that's, that's irrelevant <laughs> <laughs> so we were separated into those sets so what happens is when you get older you, and you, you get to GCSE you start to join again but Basically, the football team was made up mainly mm. of ACF players. Yeah, true, true. Um, and BHW were known for, and it wasn't a bad thing. They were known for being intelligent, just not sporting. You know, that's that's what it was. A few of us, a few, a few, a few of them. Yeah, but they still had a couple of players. So we had a, a twenty or well, nineteen year. Next year's the big one. This one didn't really count. We had a twenty year <laughs> reunion, nineteen year reunion, and and the ACF players. You know, some of them aren't what they used to be. <laughs> Most <laughs> of us are not what we used yeah. to be. The but they were the favourites going into the game. And they big favourites. Big favourites. And then they lost. It was a close game. 7-1 was close. And then... What was the score? So it slowly. Slow. I don't think least listeners heard that. So if you want to know, Victor and I were in ACF. Tyron obviously was in BHW. BHW. So this is, this is where it's come to this. So there's been a lot of uh, banter over the last few days. That's why Ty's, you know, that's why he's so happy to be here, really. This is the <laughs> truth behind it. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't wait. I mean, um, after that victory, 7-1, by the way, to BHW, I got the call to come onto the show. So, you know, cancel my plans, cancel my flight. And I said, you know what, I need to be here. So, to all the BHW fans out there, big up. And uh, I'm a respect to ACF, but better luck next year. Yes. And the point behind that story was basically to say that the ACF are distraught at losing. So it shows you the mentality, no matter what sport you're playing and no matter what it's about. If there's some sort of, um, you know, mentally, if someone's going to, if you lose, if you've lost and mentally someone's got the best review, the psychology behind it is ridiculous. Yeah. That even now in the game, it was still a friendly game. We're still all friends. It started friendly, yeah. Yes, yeah, like where it started. <laughs> mm, I'm going to have to talk to you after. But it shows you. So that's why... Going back to the tennis, I find it interesting that someone would up their game solely for one person mm-hmm. okay. when your pride and you know the chance to win something mm. is at stake. That's 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 what I'd say to that. No, I, but, um, I don't know. I think in terms of that, I mean, to put it into context for people who are listening, mm. right? ACF versus BHW was like 
the real life version of Dodgeball the movie. We had <laughs> Globo Jim, right? <laughs> Which was ACF against Average Joes, right? Tyrone was um, Vince Vaughn, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Bringing his troops out, you know what I mean? And these guys, and then even if, if any people watch Dragon Ball Z, these guys raised their power level to Super Saiyan <laughs> 10 or something. Hairs were turning blonde, everything, right? <laughs> That was how deep it was for us. And a lot of people let themselves down. I'll go on credit and say, on record and say, Merv is not one of them. I let myself down, right? So we got spanked. But the funny thing about psychology is this. There's some people on our team who could take, who could take a defeat and it won't, it won't, it won't do anything to mm. them. Me, yeah. it's done something bad to me. <laughs> right? This is what happens when I lose. I become obsessed. Right? I, since then, I, I've been in two training sessions. Right? Two. And it's only going to get even more intense so that the next six times, six months it comes around, I'm going to be able to look at myself in the mirror when I scream in people's faces on the pitch. Because that's what's going to be happening next time. Because I'm going to be able to do my bit so people better be doing their bit. I think that's a good point because that leads on back to Serena in terms yeah. of the focus and consistency because <laughs> she's doing it every year, every every tournament. Since she's she was come. 17. Yeah, exactly. I mean, she was injured. You'd think, okay again with the mental thing that could crush people and like you say okay it's a setback they will never be the same again but yeah. she rebuilt herself really yeah. redesigned rebuilt and came back and reclaimed so it's like she's constantly challenging herself to push herself like yourself like you said now like you're hitting the gym you're focusing to make sure that you don't get defeated again like that which is you know it's, it's true where you said some people like take the defeat and just say meh you know what i mean it's just another day sort of thing so yeah. but that's where you 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 can separate the winners from, I wouldn't say losers, but you could say, you could technically say losers from the winners because at the end of the day, Serena is a winner. Hence yeah. why I say, for me, she's the greatest female player of all time. Yeah. Yeah. So, looking at Wimbledon while we're there, Andy Murray. Yeah. Came through. Yeah. He's won. Now, I had a debate with a couple of people to work about this. Mm. <clears throat> and they were saying that they still consider him to be a failure because of how many finals he has lost right particularly against Federer and um, Djokovic now in the era he's playing in remember these guys are one and two mm -hmm. Nadal when mm. you're when you're fourth behind <laughs> these guys trust me there's a reason why you're fourth behind them it's not just the rankings mm -hmm. don't just tell the story you have to look at what these guys have won you mm. have to look at the levels these guys are at. you're looking at three of the greatest of ever. all time trust yeah. me so when you're playing, if you take those three out, could you imagine how many tro uh, trophies Andy Murray yeah, wins? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Non-stop. So that's why I have to, to rate him and say, yeah, okay, there is a slight psychology. He has beaten Djokovic before, but there is a slight psychology that I can see there with Djokovic, and mm. they, but he has been Federer also with them in finals. But at the same time, the last time a British person was doing anything in, in tennis was what? Fred Perry. Yeah. Mm. Like he's got his Tim Hemmer was around, didn't it? He's got his own polo shirt and all that. You know I mean, trainers because no, because they've been there for 40 true. years. So he was still name it's brand. True. So it just shows you the levels that it takes sometimes. And psych psychologically speaking, what he's done is actually immense because when he's playing that final, he's expected to win. Usually, mm. he's expected to compete. Yeah. When he's playing the final, now he's yeah. the Djokovic, mm. he's the yeah. Federer. That was, this was the hardest one for him because like the pressure, that you know what the British press are like and yeah. British people are like already? Yeah, yeah. They're, just, they're waiting to slag you off yep. anyway. Now, because um, Djokovic and Federer were out and Nadal's injured, mm. right? it made it even like, oh, you More have to win now. Yeah, you given, have yeah. to win now. And he, cl he 
clubbed everyone near to death, this mm. guy, on, he made on, sure, on, yeah. on route to victory. There was no, apart from Songa, who was playing out of his, out of, Songa beats everybody when he's at his best, mm. yeah, fact. But usually, he has a cut, you know. He's erratic. He's yeah, he's erratic. Best, but yeah. when he's at his best, he tucks all of those guys in standardly. Now, people moan about Murray and Djokovic, but what they seem to forget is, Djokovic has been going around losing two or three games a year, right? Two or three, I'm not even talking mm. about, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, Games a year for the last four or five years. He's he, like, it's not just Andy Murray who's not beating him. He's been battering um, Federer yeah. and everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no losses are served. No drop, yeah. dropping serve mm. three, yeah. four times. Like he's going through tournaments, dropping one serve. Yeah, for a whole tournament. But I think to add to that as well, you said about um, people been saying Murray's a failure. The first thing I ask is who are these people? Because end of the day, like you were saying about the English media, they they talk about Tim Henman, uh, and then the last person to win it, Fred Perry. I don't really take the English media too seriously because if you're willing to big up the likes of Greg Rosetsky, then <laughs> you're obviously not you're not you're not taking tennis seriously. The, the man's Canadian, and he's, he's like, not even American, exactly. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's Canadian, and he's like on Sky Sports or whatever, and he's talking about oh, English. T- he's there to represent English tennis. What have you done? Who are you? Look at your surname. Exactly, Rosetsky. I mean, like you're talking with a little twang in your voice as well. It's not. It's just I'm saying. So it's like we don't want you, Greg. Exactly. And then another thing you got to look at because it's Andy Murray. End of the day, he's Scottish. <laughs> So it's like when he feel when he fails, he's Scottish. When he wins, he's British. And it's like and that that's what jars me with the English media. It's just like, oh yeah, he's the he's the best British player since Fred Perry. He loses in the, in the final. Ah, oh, well, this Scottish player didn't do too good this year. What are you talking about? The guy is quality. He is. The guy's and he's and again, like Serena, the guy has pushed himself because before people used to talk about his stamina and his commitment, he wouldn't last the distance. Now and like you said, he's battling against the likes of Djokovic, Nadal. Federer, I mean, come on. I mean, it's like we talk about in football, like Messi and Ronaldo, the two greats in yeah. one era. Bang. You don't, it's, I mean, it's like it's stuff you dream of. And uh, this guy's got to do, compete against three others like him. And he's still up there. And he's like, I think he was his second best yeah. in the world now. He is now, yeah. yeah. And he's still getting like. Getting aggro. Get, getting aggro, getting criticized. I don't get it. It's like you just can't win. So he's, he's got to be. He's Welcome got to, to be, England. Yeah, exactly. So I think, end of the day, I give him credit because. He sticks to his guns. People have a, it's like Marmite, you either love him or hate him. But I personally think, hey, as a sportsman, and it's like a solo sport, you've got mm. to look out for yourself. So yeah. at the end of the day, just do what you've got to do. Man's lift, he's one woman in there. So what else can, people are just going to look for something to bring him down. Yeah, do, yeah. You know, do you notice something about Andy Murray when he started winning? Seen his misses? Top. His misses is tasty. Yay. Look, he's, he's, I don't but, rate Andy Murray's misses, just everybody knows. But she's decent, though, bro. She's, basic, she's, 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 she's like Kate Beckinsale tennis. I'm telling you. She's uh, more like Kate Middleton, mate. I'm not. I'm not yeah. uh, I'd have some of Kate. The no, funny, the funny Especially thing. now she's married to Prince William. She's got a bigger forehead than I have. Have you not clocked that? Get out of here. She covers it with her hair, mate. You've got to do what you got to do. Just about. What about Djokovic? What, what, who notices when he came through? Seen his misses? Doing a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Because he was game's going on. And, 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 and also, do you know it's when Federer started getting downhill? Mm. Right, you've seen his misses. <laughs> Take her back to the dog pound, mate. Aww. Take her back to the lost and found. You know what I mean? <laughs> and her in. Aww. No reward. You know what I mean? Formula One. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Formula One this weekend. Uh, Lewis won. Um, Let's talk about what we've been talking about a lot. What is it with Lewis Hamilton's team? They're and racist. <laughs> the car, the car issue is really frustrating. Not just for, obviously for him, it's yeah. his job, and he wants to win. 
But just the supporters watching, you want to see the best racers races. Yeah, of course. Chris Hamilton's cars, you know, there's there's issues in cockpits, there's issues on the track, there's issues before he even gets to 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 do the the uh, warm up laps. If what what's going on qualifying? He's got issues. What is going on? It, but I don't understand how someone who drives an identical car to you, minus some tweaks, obviously, yeah, of course. Doesn't have the nowhere near the levels of issues that you have. This is why I don't understand it. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm not going to use the conspiracy theory. I'm just saying Victor will. But <laughs> I, I just find it really strange that he has all these issues yeah. whilst Rosberg continues to have very few, mm. if any. But yet still, Lewis is still good enough to say, look, I have all these issues, but I'll, I'll see you. I'm one point behind you. Yes. Me personally, um, I, I agree. I think it is a conspiracy. I think based on what he done last year, the way he done it last year, um, I just feel they're, there's, they're not, I wouldn't say out to get him, but I think they just want to, I don't know, make him, by putting him down a couple of notches, humbling him. But mm. um, obviously I think the whole team's gunning for Rosberg. It's cr- pretty obvious. And I think the frustration of Hamilton still coming through and winning and being only one point behind, he's even driving Rosberg, Rosberg crazy now because he's doing erratic things. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you're seeing that. He's yeah, getting desperate. At times. He's getting desperate now. So I think, and obviously, it doesn't help when you've got the uh, what's his, the manager name? What's his name? Wolf was Wolf. Toto. Toto. <laughs> yeah, he's not really. For me, he's not coming out and making. He's making it obvious that there's a side because some of the interviews they've said with him and the questions they're asking about the the two colliding, he's not coming out with a diplomatic answer. He's sort of a sly answer to say like, "Oh, um, well, I'm going to talk to two of them," or you know, he's not backing it to say, "Look, end of the day, McLaren won." That's yeah. the main thing. He's sort of he's trying to attack one, defend the <coughs> other in a most I don't know. I wouldn't even say devil's advocate. I just think in a very sly but unprofessional manner. So. For me, it's it's tilting towards Rogsberg to um, for the best of uh, McLaren, but obviously, I reckon that Hamilton's still going to carry on and end up winning it. If it rains, it's over. That's all you need to know about. It. The only one who can drive in the rain is Lewis. So best yeah. driver out there by far. Easy. I mean, like I said, <laughs> they've been out to get Lewis from de- from from I don't know what he's done to some of them. Maybe he's buffed a few of the <laughs> engineers' wives, or trust me, or you know what I mean, something like that. Maybe something didn't give someone the last Rolo or whatever. But these guys are out of the game, even to the point where he finally got his team doing what he wanted them to do. And then they switched his team at the start of the season, give Rosberg Lewis's um, team. Yeah, didn't get that. I did some research into that. And what they've said is, Lewis confirmed it. They didn't, it wasn't major. They didn't change the whole team. They only changed a couple of engineers. But my point being is, why? Why? Yeah, Why? Was Lewis briefed on this? No, he, no, he, no, 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 it, no, it, it just, they just did it. And because I remember when it happened, right, he, was, okay. he was pissed. Do you know what I mean? But they just did it. Like, why? Yeah. What's the need? Because you weren't changing them last year when yeah. when, when everything was going seamlessly for um, Rosberg and Lewis was having nonsense. Then all of a sudden, Lewis starts getting, you know, momentum and things are going well. He wins a the title, then they're switching. Why are you switching? Why? They've been working on his car for the last couple of years. Why? All of a sudden this year, why? Like, like what you guys have been saying, all of a sudden he's, he's having race after race with nonsense, 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 nonsense. He wins. What's going on here? You know what I mean? Mm. I don't know. Maybe maybe they, maybe let's just get the two of them in the room and MC battle. Whoever wins, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Whoever wins, you're the lead driver. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't fancy Rosberg's chances. Nah, <laughs> Can nah, you imagine nah, the balls nah, coming? Nah, he looks like an extra out of Vikings, <laughs> mate. Rosberg. That's his Kutia. <laughs> Nico. I, I don't um, want him to win anything. I'm not even gonna lie. Well, this is the thing. Uh, Formula One also is it's, it's like Wimbledon. Oh, sorry, it's like tennis rather, where people have their individuals that they like. Yeah. So. 
Some people love ham on. We're at my work, there's a lady who every time Lewis wins, she brings in cakes and chocolates and stuff. Okay. And donuts because he's won. When he doesn't, obviously we don't get that into it. We're rooting for him to win. <laughs> donuts for the Krispy Kreme. <coughs> but there's people who obviously like Rosberg. There's people who like, uh, Rick, what's his name, Ricciardo? Ricciardo, he, mm. he's he a driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's people like Alonso. Yeah, so they all yeah. have their own sport. And yeah. they all have their own conspiracy theories as to why those people aren't winning. Mm. But Crap I just cars, don't yeah. think it's as... Vi- yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but you just don't think it's as visible, yes, as the issues that Lewis seems to be having because he's in a very good car, obviously. Mm. But he's got a guy who's racing with him. If they were suffering exactly the same issues or very similar issues, then it'd just be ah, this is you know, it's just unfortunate, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. wrong with the car this yeah. year, we need to fix like the other cars. You've seen that with all the other, yeah, um, manufacturers, there's issues with the cars, yeah, you know, that's fine. But we're on the same team and we drive the same car, yeah, and that's what I think people are like, hmm, there's something just not quite right about. About what's going on there but who do you think is going to win the championship because as it stands it's one point now and I still don't think it's up to what Lewis does I nah. still think it's going to rely on his car it's still going to be nonsense out. like it's still going to be like, like I think like, even even if like Rosberg like even if Hamilton was driving a Tonka truck he could beat he could beat Rosberg all day of the week mate. Mm. all day every day of the week but like it's, it's not down to just him you know what I mean there's you know the crew and some of the crews out there are as close to retarded as I've, I see. I see them try to send one driver out the other day with three wheels on yeah, his car. Yeah, so like, what's yeah, going yeah, on? You've got one job, mate. Put this wheel on the thing. How can you not know that you, you, that you haven't done it? You've got five seconds to put these wheels on. One what wheel. Are you, what like, are you doing? You know what I mean? There's there's two men to one wheel to put on, on at each four bits. So why is there three? Did did no one clock that there was a like where where are these two dudes meant to put this for this other wheel on? I think for me as well, because um, I know Alonso and Hamilton don't get on. Uh, but for Alonso to come out with a statement to say yeah. that um, Hamilton's the best driver yep. on the track, that for me is a big, big, big it's statement. True. And to um, um, answer your question, who's going to win the championship? I mean, I agree with you. I don't think it'd be completely down to what Hamilton does. But I think no matter what McLaren do, I think Hamilton will overcome it and I think he'll come through. And I still put my money on Hamilton to win it this year. Hmm. Have you seen, you notice when Hamilton won his first title, was dating Scherzinger. See that? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> now, he's, now, now, now he's started banging Rita Ora. Look what's going on now. <laughs> Who? I don't know. He's been running about with Rita Ora, isn't it? Who? Hamilton. Ham- yeah. Is that yeah, he's been I seen falling out of clubs with her. You know what I mean? So, and again, well, you know, look at him. And now he's back on top. Lost Scherzinger. Do you know what I mean? Lost a few races. You know, problems with the car. On to the next one. Gets Rita Ora in the sack. Look, all of a sudden, boom. One point behind Rosberg. <laughs> Coincidence? <laughs> of course not. So the question we've got to ask is, who's Rosberg banging then? Yeah? <laughs> Toto Wolf, probably. <laughs> okay. Um, UFC. Um, <clears throat> Vic was upset because I think one you you had a bet on it and Misha Tate lost. I think that's one that killed you. I'm going to get her a toilet person. Though. She's getting it, mate. <laughs> so uh, we had uh, Misha Tate lost cow. to Amanda Nunes. Um, Obviously, previously it'd beat Holly um, Holm, who had beaten Ronda Rousey, and everyone. You know, now people are going back to what they were saying about women's UFC. It's a bit like women's tennis. tennis. It's getting to that point where you don't know <clears throat> outside of if there's one dominant person, which there isn't at the moment. You just don't know what's going to happen. I mean, don't get me wrong. UFC is that kind of sport. It's very mm-hmm. unpredictable. But women's UFC now. Who are the elite? Who are the elite performers? We just don't, don't, know. You don't know. Someone could just turn up yeah. on the day and win. 
I mean, Holly Holm, don't get me wrong. In terms of what she had when she beat Rousey, I could see that coming. A lot of people could see that coming in terms of the ability, mm. w- what she had that Rousey wouldn't be able to deal with. No head movement, etc. You're, yeah. you're fighting a boxer and you've got no head movement. Well, yeah. that's a wrap for you straight cool, away. Man. But then Holly lost to Misha Tate, which I don't think many people saw coming, the way Misha Tate got slapped up by Ronda Rousey. But yeah. then, as if all fights, fight game fights, um, styles make the fight. Yep. And that's the thing with UFC. There's so many styles that, yeah, you can nullify one person but another person will kick your ass and she got her ass kicked. Yep. But now we see this. Misha Tate got slapped up. First round submission yeah. is a wrap. So now I'm looking at it and thinking, I'm not watching this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take it seriously because the, the belt's just going to get handed over. Mm. Watch. Yeah, Nunes going to lose to someone. Man, Amanda next? Nunes. Running around looking like a member of the Portuguese football squad. Like, wow. Are you serious? Wow. She did. She's running around looking like Nuno Gomez or one, <laughs> one of those guys. Esteban Valara. Gazara. Something like that. Who knows? <laughs> Why is everything referred back to looks for you? What is your problem? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I, I, like I said, I was. I mean, it, it, there was it was a good card. It, the fight was it was a good fight card. You had um, Anderson Silva and a mismatch against um, Daniel. I mean Cormier, who's Cormier. about five stone heavier than him. It's <laughs> like just lie on him the whole. Yeah. I mean, the whole fight. Like, and I respect Anderson Silva. He's yeah. a legend. Um, but he's never winning that fight. It's no. as simple as that. It's a total mismatch. <laughs> it's just basically so they could have a fight for yeah. UFC 200 because we're going to come on to John Jones. We're going to come on to that. Yeah. Um, Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Is he still in it? Yeah, he, he came, came back, back for this. Right. He beat Mark Hunt. Um, okay. He actually was the favourite. Yeah. Because he's knocking people out. Yep. Like he's Damn. putting people Knock to sleep. King. But what Lesnar did was he said, listen, I'm a wrestler. I'm going to yep. wrestle. Stick to my game. I'm just going to get you grapple. Round and pound. And, and I'm going to make did. love to you on the floor in front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what the wrestlers do. They just get you, just you lie on top of you for like five minutes, just romancing you, whispering sweet nothings into your ear for like five minutes and then win the fight. So I'm a rough, tough, what was the guy, New Zealander or Tongan Samoan? One of them, one of them people. Yeah, I think he's, um, is he Samoan or something? Something like that. New Mark Zealander. Hunt. Probably, yeah. probably. Um, <clears throat> what was the other fight? There was... It was Jose like, Aldo, that was it. Yeah, he looked good as well. He looked good. He, for, yeah, Frankie Edgar didn't get near him. Yeah, he was just... Uh, just had, Frankie Edgar, he had no, get, no plan B. He had nothing about him. Yeah, just he walking straight at him, him getting yeah. tagged. Yeah, he had no... His game literally was to see if he could get in there, mm. hit him for a big shot and win it that way. That was it. <laughs> that was it, nope. And then he was getting sort of tagged and move. It was a bit like a boxing match, tag yeah. and move, yep. tag and move. And then when he was when he overcommitted, get taken down. Yep. That was it. So Jose yeah. Aldo. We'll see though, because, you know... McGregor's still out there. Yeah, the notorious one. You know, <laughs> you, know you see the pictures. Like there's pictures where <laughs> during the fight, <laughs> McGregor's just standing up, yeah. just just watching. Like, <laughs> like the but notorious the thing is, one. I was looking at him like he had beaten him. Yeah. He's he looking at him in a way like, yeah, you need to come see me. And then yeah. McGregor's thinking, no, no, you need to come see me. <laughs> I said I was going to slap you up in round one. I slapped you up in ten seconds. So don't be giving me evils over <laughs> What's going on there? It's ridiculous. Jose Aldo. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> I reckon he gets tucked in again, personally. Man. I reckon, because Frank Yeager's just too... I don't know, like, Frank Yeager's not as tall as um, um, McGregor. McGregor has got a decent boxing background as well. He could just he could basically just jab his head off, and as soon as thing yeah. comes, just to come in, come get close enough to him, he'll eat another left hook, mate. And we've seen he's got the power to stop him anyway. Yeah. So, Well, it'll hurt him. Yeah. It'll hurt him again. And if he hurts him, he can finish. Yeah. So, Big time. 
You know, we're gonna see him with. I think it's UFC two hundred and one. Is it for? Oh yeah, with him and Nate, isn't it? And Nate again, Nate Diaz. That's gonna be interesting. Is, is, is he brain damaged? That Nate? He's just amazing. I need subtitles when he's talking. I, I I don't know. I think he just smokes a lot of weed. <laughs> Maybe not, not not during competition time, but yeah. <laughs> like, who knows? Know, who knows? He just got that kind of yo World man. World. I just you know, I'm just here to fight. You know. Didn't he say everyone's on steroids the other day? Yeah, he did. Damn, this is my steroids. He's like Dana White's face, boy. Doesn't everyone? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was not happy. He was not happy. This guy, <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah, that one there. Yeah. This time, I think McGregor will beat him with like. I'm not, I don't think it'll stop him. I think it'll beat it'll beat Nate Diaz on points. Like if, if he if he actually fights and uses his brain and just goes for the W rather than trying to take his head off with every every shot and then gas himself out. Mm. This time he should he should beat Nate Diaz. So notorious one. At this point, before we uh, we've got boxing still to come, and then obviously we're gonna talk about football. So we introduced a little something this week, um, and. You know, every week we criticise an individual generally. We have some we have a moan about. We had a moan about Hodgson before. And so this week we've introduced uh, someone this week who's been absolutely toilet. And that's what we're going to say. We're going to talk about people who have been toilet. So Ty, who do you want to give for your toilet toilet person or, or team or organisation of the week? Well, I'm going to... Chuck a spanner in the works, and um, my toilet of the week is uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason I'm saying, I know he's won the Euros, he's won the Champions League, he's, you know, after Messi or before Messi, the best player in the world, whatever people's opinion is. But for me, it's just the reason he's toilet of the week, it's just the whole palaver of me, 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 me. <laughs> it's just so boring. I mean, he, even when he got injured in the final, I was like, anyone else would have got injured. The re- manager would have said, all right, what's physio? What's his status? Can he play on? No, get him off. But not Ronaldo. Now, let's sit down. Let's start crying. Let's start rubbing that knee. Yeah. I'm thinking, okay, is everyone watching? Okay, I'm going to get up. I'm going to walk to the sideline. I'm going to... You know, try and stretch it out a bit, coach. Give me another five minutes. We all know you're injured, Christian. Come <laughs> off, right? He comes back on. Let's try a few things. You know, he knows he's going to get a close-up. Oh, let me grimace. Let me show those tears. It's boring, Cristiano. It's boring, okay? And then all, like, every, everyone's like, it's no longer the Euro final. It's, will Cristiano make it? Now, he's sitting down, and everyone's, all these teammates coming around. I see Nani come in, and he's like, he's, Ronaldo's crying. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to really swear, but for fuck's sake, like, you get, just come off. It's like it's simple. It's like if he was any other player, the manager wouldn't be doing this. I know people are gonna say, yeah, but it's Cristiano Ronaldo. He can make a difference. Yeah, I understand that, but you have got another ten players on the pitch. Yeah, and lo and behold, he had to come off. Yeah, and they played better without him, and they played as a team. They started to show themselves. Look, you know what? We can, you know, put performance in here. But oh, it's not over. Let's go to the sideline. <laughs> Who's the new coach? It's Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah? And then, would you know, like, I see the managers, like, shouting instructions. You see Ronaldo in front of him, like, shouting out, pushing. I thought, hold on, aren't you injured? Sit down and rest that knee, son. But no, 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 no. I'm the gaffer now. And then he's seen the paper the next day. Ah, oh, oh, he did 30 minutes of coaching. He won the Euros. And I'm thinking, what are you talking about? It's like, seriously. It's like, and then, it's like, for me, it's like, everyone falls into this trap of, ah, uh, Ronaldo is this Ronaldo don't get me wrong the guy is an absolute athlete a beast he's dedicated I hear great reviews about him as a superb player and all that but end of the day 
the, that's one of the reasons I have more respect for Messi in how he conducts himself besides the tax issue of course <laughs> but how he conducts himself it's like Ronaldo I know you have to have that ego and that arrogance but it's like God, it's like he he loves it he soaks it up and he's like he wants to because all that shit on the pitch about crying it's just cinema for me it's just cinema it's like you're injured come off be a fucking man come off done guys alright just keep going all that he's like a next John Terry he's like oh I'm injured I'm not playing but I still got to be part of the show Man's all like Champions League final. Man got changed again out of his flipping, <laughs> out of his suit, you know, to come back on in kit to hold trophy. Man, you embarrassed yourself, mate. And like I said, for me, Ronaldo is like, there's a limit. There's a limit of dignity to say, okay, I know I'm the man, but like, there's just a bit of humbleness. But for me, it's always me, me, me. And that's why he's my toilet of the week. Because it's the same shit, different toilet. Everything Ty likes Ronaldo. Let me just try and back it for CR7 a bit. The, the thing about Messi and Ronaldo for me is I believe Cristiano Ronaldo is being himself and I believe Messi is hiding things on the pitch. Like, I don't believe he's as humble as everyone thinks he is. <clears throat> I just don't believe it. Okay. Like, Ronaldo's got an attitude and, and, he's, got, and he's a diva, but mm. I accept him for it because he's real with it. I've seen Messi a few times chew people out for not giving him the ball, right? Chew them out. But nothing gets made of it. But not not in the way that if Ronaldo did it, they're mm. going, oh, that's disrespectful to his teammates. Have you seen who Ronaldo's playing with? Mm. Some of these guys, I wouldn't even let them hold my toilet seat, yeah, but, let, alone, let, alone hold, let alone hold a football. But to challenge that, like, I get what you're saying, but if, for example, if Messi shouted at me on the, on the pitch, I think he's doing it for the benefit of the team and the performance, which I understand. If I go back to Ronaldo, it's always, for me, it's always about him. Like when they drew against, um, was it Iceland? Mm. Yeah. What did he do at the end? Killed Everyone, himself. Yeah, he just walked off. Didn't shake hands with anybody. It's like, well, one second. One, you're captain. And two, mm. you know the camera's going to be on you. Three, you know, grow up. It's like, yeah, okay, no. you didn't lose. And then he come with that statement, oh, they had a small team mentality. They, they did, but... Yeah, but they're a small <laughs> but team. But they, they got a result. Yeah, they exactly. got to take it on the chin. Yeah, you're right, That's you're another right. thing. I, I, it, it bugs the hell out of me. When... People don't, you know, if uh, players or teams play another side that's not expected to win or whatever. Oh, they had a small mic. They, they put everyone behind the ball. Yeah, no, what do you, right, what'd you expect right. them to do? Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. can't compete with you on that level because you're at a higher level. Yeah. So they've stuck to their game and they've won. So yeah. simple things. So to go back to the whole Messi, okay, I'm not saying Messi is uh, an angel and all that, but how he conveys himself. Maybe it's a lie. Um, the I mean, devil was a liar yeah, as maybe. well, by the way. So. But, yeah, but for me, Ronaldo... If that's him, that's fine. But he plays on it, and it's like he 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 loves the attention. It's like almost like he said a diva. But it bugs me because I'm thinking you can be humble. I'm thinking you know what you're doing. Who would you roll with out of two out of Messi and Ronaldo? Where will we go? Where will we be going? You're going to a Shubs. Going Shubs. Oh, Ronaldo, man. (laughs) 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 You know, for a sec, I don't have to like him, but you know, if we go to a club, you can be bare women around him. There you go. You're gonna love him, isn't it? I love him there, but I'm talking about he's. He's got to be a professional football player, yeah? And I'm thinking, he knows what he's doing, but it, it's annoying to say that, okay, it's all about... Because anyway, we're talking about Ronaldo won the Euros, not Portugal won the Euros. Yeah, well, I retract my... my um, rebut whatever I was saying. I, ret- I retract my statement, because, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Vic, who's yours? My toilet person of the week is that stupid car, Misha Tate, <laughs> right? Sorry, right? I've sat up and sat through the crappy prelims, right? <laughs> Watching idiots, right, who should be mowing my lawn, fight, right? Fight after fight going to the judges. Nobody's knocking nobody out, right? 
seven people accumulated. They've all won. God's sake, even Jose Aldo won. The last time he won, he was flat on his face after 13 seconds. Right? Leave it till the, the last bit. That stupid cow, Misha Tate, giving it all the big un in the press conference. Giving it all the big un. And you know, you're watching the VT, making me believe. <laughs> Comes out. Great rack as well for a UFC fighter. Tremendous. Got to be a 34 double D. Got to be. I want her. You know what I mean? What is wrong I with I want her. And I want her to win. Look, yeah. Get some of them pictures up. Look at her. Stupid <laughs> bitch. I don't want to see that picture now. Yeah. Anyway, she comes in. Amanda Nunes comes in. Looking like she's talking to one of her people. Mucho, mucho peso. Arriba. Mucho dinero, gringo. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What happens? Batters her in about 30 seconds. Misha Tate ate a couple shots. Do you know what I mean? Staggering, her, staggering around the ring like your drunk uncle in the pub. <laughs> Didn't want it. And then she got choked. I was just like, hold on. This is the champion, you know. This is the champion. You know that from from when you got caught with the first shot by her, you know that you know that you can't fight her in a stand-up fight. You're gonna have to just try and keep shooting mm. because you can't beat her on on your feet. You know that because you felt her power and you don't want to feel that again. Now I'm not a UFC fighter, right? I, and to be fair, it's it's, it's it's even a bit bad mind of me to try and say tactically what she should have done. Because she knows better than I am. But I'm thinking if it was me and I'm fighting somebody who's who's who, who's hurting me with their shots, I don't need to be on my feet to be taking them shots. Let's try and change it up. Let's change the, the let's change the dynamic of this fight. Maybe let's get on our backs. All right, two two women on their backs is good to watch as well. Let's be honest, right? But from a purely financial point of view, this stupid cow right <laughs> cost me hundreds of pounds, right? Hundreds of pounds. More, I'm more angry at myself for believing in her and for letting my for letting my my my, my sexual urges get the better of me and put her name <laughs> on that slip. If I see her, I don't know whether I would fuck her right or throw a drink at her. But one thing for sure, I'm getting my money's worth out of when I see her because she owes me now. Flush her down the toilet. Um. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what's happened here. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, mine is <clears throat> John Jones. Um, oh yeah, good one. Because he's beginning to annoy me. Um, he's not living up to his potential. <laughs> the things he's getting—he's not, he's not even losing. I prefer him to lose. Mm. This guy's not even getting in the ring. This is the second time, third time, fourth time an incident has occurred. He's 27 years old now. He's not a kid anymore. He should be. You know, we're talking about some sort of drug use again it's not going to be it's going to be something maybe in a supplement or whatever it is but the point being is you're a champion could be a yeah. narcotic because it was narcotics last time wasn't it like well, they're, saying it's, they're saying it's a supplement oh. this time um, something that he's used but what I'm saying is you're the champion you're 27 years old mm-hmm. you've been around a long time you've had chance after chance you know we've had this DUI thing we had drugs before so you should be on your best behaviour you should be thinking you know what what can I do to ensure I go out there and all people talk about is my performances mm. and what he's doing now at this moment in time is going back to what people say well is there any point in giving this guy another chance what is the point because he's only going to mug it we're talking about big fights this is pay-per-view UFC you know this is the top level of stuff mm. and people are thinking yeah yeah I want to see this fight and then instead we get Anderson Silva fighting a guy three four stone big name just to make up the fight because someone needs to take the fight just yeah. to keep the fans appeased but they're not appeased mm. you want to see the best in the world and don't get me wrong it's not a boxing type scenario which we complain about where the best don't fight the best because 
he he this was the best versus the best fight. But it's just that if he's not going to be there a hundred percent doing his job as a UFC fighter, mm. I think John, you should stay at home, spend the peas you've already made, you know, roll up a blunt, whatever it is you're doing mm. in your spare time, yeah, and cool do that yourself, and be yeah. cool. And that's it. Train people, help people out, do some stuff in the community, whatever it is. If you don't want to be serious about it, knock it on the head. And the people around him are supposed to be supporting him, advising him, guiding him, whatever they're doing. I don't know what they're doing either. They're no help. Eating so, off him. Well, yeah. this is it. No, it's probably. This is my problem. So, John Jones, that's the geezer who I'm flushing down the toilet this week. Simple. Well, you know what? Just to counter, right? I saw him training with Holly Holm, right, at some point. Okay. No good can come from that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? She has to take the blame for this in some way, shape, or form as well, right? Because he's John Jones. In terms of UFC, he's a legend there now. He's, he's, he's the greatest of all time, just below Anderson Silva. Yeah. Just Anderson Silva knows how not to smoke blunts, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but John Jones is running about with Holly Holm, you know, you know what I mean? Well, we, he should distance himself from her now. If, <laughs> if he, if he wants you? to make something of himself, it's true. She's washed up now. You know what I mean? He's got bust up by Misha Tate, who cost me peas. I'm, she's dead to me. Do you know what I mean? But, yeah, I mean, look, he, he, he will come back, though. Do you want to know why? Because he, he will still put bums on seats. Him yeah, coming back will be big. Brock Lesnar was coming back after. Fuck, Brock Lesnar's back. He's back. Five years. Watch, John Jones will come back. Do you know what I mean? They'll be like, oh, John Jones is back. He's obviously a troubled man in some way. You know what I mean? I don't know what his problem is. He's got peas. I don't know why, when people get peas. Like, they were fine before they get peas. All of a sudden, they get peas. They become troubled. Yeah. What's the problem, <laughs> mate? Well... Um, that is our toilet segment for the week so there we go people have been flushed down the toilet sick of them so <clears throat> boxing Kell Brook GGG Triple G Gennady Gilagalaku um, I don't know what's going on here Surprise it was supposed me. to be Eubank Jr yeah he says he never saw a contract. We know why he never saw a contract because his dad's been pissing people off. Mm. Just like he pisses us off when he's on the side anytime <laughs> his son's fighting. Anytime his son does an interview. Anytime his son's walking on the way to an interview. Has anytime his son's walking on the way to the fucking toilet. His dad's there just trying to steal some limelight. Like, let the guy take a shit or something on but it. But his dad's I mean, by like, the side of his bed when he's banging chicks with gold. <laughs> just making sure. Just, make, just making sure everything's all right here, son. Okay, just... You know, got to look after your best interests. <laughs> idiot man <laughs> um so yeah instead basically um eddie hearn said look enough's enough you're asking for more than the champ we've agreed terms with the champion the guy who everyone wants to see fight he, your son's up and coming don't get twisted but mm. the guy everybody wants to see fight everyone wants to see <coughs> ggg the british media now they're on the ggg thing globally it's the ggg talk nobody wants to fight him blah 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 chris eubank seniors ruined it for chris eubank jr so eddie hearn turned around and went Kel, what do you think? And Kelbrook went, I'll fight anyone because he will mm -hmm. and he's taking the fight. But what do you think about that decision? Kelbrook, yeah. Look, I think uh, Kelbrook is a big, is a big welterweight but there's a, like I've seen Kelbrook in interviews going, I'm a beast that won it. 160, I'm a beast. <laughs> I'm a beast. Listen, Eddie called me. Eddie, Eddie, I'll take the fight. <laughs> I'll fight him. Nobody will fight him. I will. Can't breathe. Bruv, listen, <laughs> if you're a beast at 160, you'll be fighting at 160. There's a reason he's melting down to 147. Yeah. Right? Do you know what I mean? 
he's he's still got big fights, 147 pounds, like a welterweight. Yeah, of course he has. Big fights there against people who they were saying, oh yeah, these guys are monsters. You know, um, Errol um, Spence, you know, Keith Furman, those are the big fights. You know, Tim Bradley, people, even little Amir Khan, whatever he's doing now, if he wants to get knocked out again. <laughs> Going up to fight Triple G, who legitimate people at that weight are ducking, Yep. right? It is a very, very risky move. I get why he's doing it, because he's going to earn about £5 million, plus it will put him on the world stage as well. Mm-hmm. But these, this could be a career-shortening fight. Yeah. If you get knocked out horribly, right, you will not be the same fighter again yeah. afterwards. Yeah, you because you will always be... The next fight you go into, you're going to be thinking, can I take a punch? Right now, he doesn't know that he can't take mm-hmm. a punch like, at that level. Do you know what I mean? Because he's been he's he's solid that one uh, well away. Yeah. But getting hit by Golovkin, who's knocking out guys who are, you know, f- fully fledged middleweights, is different. Is a different thing to fighting. Do you know what I mean? Sean Porter. So, like Chris Eubank Senior's he's just been pissing us off for ages anyway. I yeah, mean, yeah. He's just the guy's just an idiot. You had he had his time. His son's twenty six now. He's a, Nigel Ben's left his nineteen year old boy to get on with it, and he checks in every now. Just let the dude. If you if he truly cared about his son, he would negotiate things, blah blah blah. But it's the bits where you see too much of Chris Eubank. That's there. the pro- that's what yeah, that's the problem. That's the worrying thing for me. For me, um, there was like a few tweets and stuff <coughs> between um, Eubank Junior. Oh. No, Eubank Junior. and uh, Kill Brook. Yeah, he yeah. was saying that um, he's too small. Not even that. I think it was uh, what's his name? It's Hearn. The Eddie Hearn, Eddie Hearn was yeah. um, he. Hubeck Jr. was saying that there was no contract offered yeah. uh, for the fight and obviously back and forth between um, Brooke and Eubank and Eubank's now saying that basically <laughs> he's pretty much saying that Golovkin's going to do him um, but he'll take the winner out of him so I find it a bit interesting uh, that he apparently didn't get offered no contract he's sitting back and waiting for the eventual winner but I don't see what gain that would be out of that for him either way well <clears throat> fighting GGG in his weight that's his weight so mm. GGG for him He's got potential there of winning. He's got he's got three belts, Gigi. Yeah, he's got yeah, five. Three, yeah. So he's got the potential of, of being that being champion in that division. He's that weight, whereas Kelbrook obviously isn't. So mm. for him, his point of view, if Kelbrook wins it, in his mind, he's thinking, "Ha! If Kelbrook wins it, I'm going to bang Kelbrook out." Mm. Yeah. If GGG wins it, which he expects, it's just a fight he was waiting for anyway. Mm. Yeah. And that means he's saying. <clears throat> the problem isn't he did not see a contract. Eddie Hearns, yeah. I mean, there's a tweet because I followed it, and Eddie, Eddie Hearns was saying, "Yeah, I, I don't believe he did see one." He, yeah. he, he, he said that because Chris his Eubank. dad, oh, okay, was yeah. ruining the negotiations. Yeah. So Eddie was saying that basically his dad was asking for more things than GGG was asking for. Yeah. Who's the champion? Mm. You're the challenger in this instance. Mm. You've done nothing yet. You don't even have a European title. Mm. You haven't even avenged your defeat to Billy Joe Saunders. Yep. But you're talking big talk. What I say, he is his, his dad. dad. He's talking big talk hmm. as if he's the champion and GGG's any guy. This is a guy that nobody else wants to fight. So this is a good fight for you. Mm. If it's early and most mm. of us said, I don't think he should be taking it. He should nope. be beating Billy Joe Saunders. He should be taking that title. Yep. Maybe he should be winning the European title before he yep. even does that. But it was an opportunity. They didn't want to take it. And it's the kind of fight you can lose and still continue your career. Yeah, yeah. So that's okay. But I just think that, you know, <clears throat> Chris C needs to stay out of his business I don't know what he's. I actually don't know what his role is. Is he the manager? manager. Is he actually the manager? He's actually manager. I think he manages his son. Yeah, but 
He's just managing him down the toilet. Do you think in the future then uh, Junior will actually like part yeah, way? Yeah, he will. Part way he will. This, this, At some point. This story ends with him firing his dad as his man. It happens. Oh, look at Lewis Hamilton and his dad. Mm. And his dad was was even was good at his job for crying out loud. Yeah. But Lewis, you know, it comes a point where you, you just want your dad because sometimes when they make mistakes, you, you want to shout at your manager, but yeah, that's your yeah. dad. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it, it then ruins the... So it's like, look, right, I'm going to get a real manager. And break, yeah. you're going to be my dad now and I'll give you like, I don't know, a percentage because yeah. you got me here, innit? Cool. Chris Eubank Jr. cannot go his whole career with his dad. Floyd Mayweather couldn't do it with his dad. Yeah, true. Do you know true. what I mean? The only the only dads who, you, there's got to be a special type of Angel. relationship. Angel Garcia. <laughs> Angel Garcia. The only reason He's Angel Garcia. Beast, yeah, exactly. Because his son don't talk. Yeah. That's why they need Angel Garcia. Chris Eubank Jr., is way more fun. He's, he's he's good. He's like when when you see him in interviews and yeah, he knows you know, conduct himself. He can actually speak. He doesn't yeah. need. His he don't dad. need That's his thing. So he doesn't need to speak for him. So I just think it just looked too much like he's still trying to stay in the limelight. Yeah, and using his son's current position in yeah. order to do that. What, d- what dancing like. at weigh-ins. Why? <laughs> why though? Your son's here to weigh in for a fight. Why? Why are you dancing? Why? Mm. Are you, why are you trying to make it about you? Why is it when your son's finished a fight and the camera's on your son, you're start you're edging in with your shoulder into cam? Why are you edging? It's squeezing into the cap. Like why? No, we, we don't need to talk to you. We're talking to you. Your son's just won a fight. There's no. There's no need for us to hear from you, Chris. Mm. You're not Eddie Hearn. Mm. In terms of boxing and other fights and big fights that would come about, <clears throat> what about what Joshua should do next? Who should he fight? Because you know, there's a lot of chat about who he should fight. He should fight Parker. Should he look to fight um, what's the American? Hey, Wilder. Wilder. Who who do you think he should fight? Parker's is Parker's is mandatory, so that fight's going to happen anyway. Yeah. So he's still. I think he's still got another defense or another. <laughs> uh, He's got a voluntary before that. So I'd put him in with a former champion, maybe. Someone who you can just punch about for a bit, like Birmingham Stavern or someone. Yeah. Or put him in with another one of them American prospects who runs in math. It's some dude called Jarrell Big Baby Miller. Easy money for AJ. And plus, you know, you can fight in America on showtime. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. That's what makes sense. And then after that, you fight Parker. I, I wouldn't have him fight Wilder. Hey, I think he can beat Wilder. So do right? I. Because but, I'm not sure about what, but if, Park, if 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 Wilder hits him, it could be good night. We all be good night. You know what I mean? Vice versa. Because that's all. That's really that's all he can do. Yeah. All Deontay Wilder can do is is, is, is bang. bang. Yeah. He can't really take a shot properly. I've seen mm. him get wobbled. He's been on the floor a couple of times as well. But he's got you know he's got chicken legs and that. But he if he hits you, mate, you're going to sleep. The um <clears throat> the next big fight that they're talking about outside of GGG or what they were talking about with GGG that was making me laugh was it was the equivalent of what Kel Brook's done and that would have been to fight someone at super middle yeah so but what's his name has moved up Ward but there's other fight like this is, this is the thing this is the thing about GGG and when, when you see right, right, I don't really want to get into this but let's right now there's this kind of race thing going on in boxing where black people and ethnics support black fighters and white people are getting super gassed about some of these other dudes. Yeah. Mexicans follow Mexicans. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's what happens yeah, yeah. when you, when you, because I read a lot of the forums and that. Now, people were, people were all over Canelo when he fought Amir Khan. All yeah. over him, right? In the forums, just ripping into him, ripping into him. GGG even went to the fight and was ripping into him. Now, obviously the fight with Eubank, 
didn't didn't work out and Kelbrook stepped in. So I get why he took it, but it doesn't make him look good for taking it. No. Right? But now he's taken that fight. He then has to stop using the excuse of, oh, I want to unify the titles, blah, blah. It's not stopping you from going up to 1-6 to super middleweight because he was gone. He wanted to come up to fight, um, what's his name? Um, Julio Cesar Chavez Sr. You, yeah. you wanted to, right? You wanted to fight Carl Froch, right? But for some reason, when it came to fighting Andre Ward, you didn't want to do it. Yep. You started saying, oh, he wants him to fight a catchweight, 160. Why, 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 why are you trying to drain me down by four pounds? Why? You're prepared to fight these guys. Why not me? If he goes up to, you know, it, it, there are fights there for him, quite clearly. Middleweight is, is there's, there's not the competition there for him. And if you're going to fight someone from a lower weight, you should have fought someone from light, mid, from light middleweight, like Erez Landy Lara or the Charlo oh. brothers. Do you know what I mean? Or Demetrius Andrade. Do you yeah. know what I mean? There's people there who, who are champions and, do you know what I mean? And they can bang a bit and they're big. So you fight those guys. But I don't know. Like I said, I mean, the other big fight that's coming in November is Andre Ward signed to fight um, Kovalev. Yes. Yeah. That's a huge fight. Do you know what I mean? Kovalev fought the other day against Chilemba. Didn't look great. Good. No, I saw that. Yeah. Didn't look good. Yeah, that was... Uh... That wasn't a performance I was expecting from him. I was, well, he was saying he had a cold during training camp. I said, and I was thinking, that's, I mean, everyone gets colds every day. That's no excuse. <laughs> exactly. like, I mean, you had a cold during training camp, but that's, that, I mean, look at the state of that fight, though. I mean, it wasn't, it was not impressive. You're telling me a cold is going to do that to you during Based training camp. that Andre Ward beats him on points. Yeah. If, yeah. Andre Ward will have to go through some fire because the guy can bang. Yeah, yeah. But Andre Ward is significantly better than Chilemba. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And Ward will be fighting, I think, in a couple of weeks anyway, so we'll be able to have a look at him. So, I don't know. What do you, what do you think, Ty? I mean, these, these fighters. I mean, uh, since Mayweather, I'll be honest, since Mayweather retired, mm. I haven't really I sort of stepped back uh, yeah. from the whole boxing scenario. Um, <laughs> when I see the likes of Amir Khan taking fights against Canelo, I stay. I just think to myself, <laughs> it's clearly just a Khan's money. an idiot, though. Yeah, it's just a money thing now. So um, I'll be honest, I wasn't really following them. Um, I never even saw a, a GGG fight, and then when I heard that he was fighting uh, Kel Brook, I went on YouTube, looked at a couple of videos, and uh, yeah. Yeah, this uh, <laughs> <laughs> this guy, yeah, this guy is real. Yeah. I'm like, wow, I can see why he gets this hype, and um, I find it very, I find it interesting. I've seen Kell Brook fight a few times, and um, like I said, I'm not an, a boxing expert, but I, I feel a little sorry for him because I'm thinking, boy, if you have to get into the ring with this guy, mm. you need to be, you need to up your game. And like you yeah. said about. It's one of those ones where if I do see him getting knocked out, to be honest, yeah, um, and it's like one of those ones if he do, how's he going to come back from it, sort of thing. Um, but again, he could surprise us, but I, I very much doubt it. And in terms of um, going back to Eubank Junior, um, I think this, like you said, the sooner he moves on from his dad, I think the better because from what I've seen of him, I like his style, I like how he's mm-hmm. on the camera as a fighter, and he he still has plenty of room to improve. Yeah. Um, yep. And the same with Joshua. I think um, I haven't seen anyone like him since Lewis in mm. terms of how he's, he uses his natural ability and natural weight and size, etc., yeah. and that natural power as well. Um, but I think out of the two of them, I think Joshua's obviously got the better guidance at the moment because easily, yeah, yeah, he's he's just got people that let him get on with it, sort of thing, and uh, not blocking him. And I like his style in terms of how he conducts himself. People yeah. say he's fake, but I think at the end of the day. <laughs> 
think I, I think it's only Dwight. Um, what's his name? Dillian White. Dillian Dwight. Dillian White. Dillian White. That is all fake. <laughs> but again, I still think that. I, I, I think part of it is not so much fake. <coughs> it's called being a businessman. Yeah. 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 That's, there's a difference between being fake and being a businessman because he, yeah. there was moments against um, the last fight. fight. Oh, um, oh, that guy Dominic Dominic um, Brazil. Brazil. Yeah. There was moments where they had the, the uh, head-to-head. Oh, yeah. Remember that? And he yeah. was like, he was like, "Don't roll off me like that." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the way he was talking it was a bit like how Dillian White was talking to him. Yeah. Turning to Roman, like, man. You know, what <laughs> see, the the true colours. This is what Dillian White was exactly. talking about. You see, exactly. there's, there's the true colours coming through, but. Yeah, no, you're right about it. I, I, I like the way he is. Mm. But we're going to see when he gets in the ring with some other bangers. Yeah, and he yeah. gets nasty, yeah. And he gets naughty in there. Because yeah. there's going to be experience. And it goes back to the hay, the hay thing. Hay, for me, has too much experience for him and too yeah. much speed at yeah. this moment in time yeah. for him to be fighting hay. If he fights hay, I think he loses. That's my personal opinion. Yeah, I think it depends as well that when he fights hay. Um, if it's sooner rather than later, then I think hay will definitely. But if... Depends, um, yeah, if it's much late, I don't know, we're talking months or even a year or something like that. I don't know, it depends how much experience Joshua could build up between now and then. But, yeah, I probably agree with you. If I had to put money on either one, I'd say Hay would probably do him. Got Tony Bellew as well, still just in forever, every day, just on David Hayes' back. Yeah. Just, I, I don't know what happened in this boxing, this sparring session, because they're saying that he had him up a few years ago. Mm. Him and um, the other, who's the other chinny one? David Price. Yeah, the other... Um, those two had him up, but I don't see why all of a sudden it just came out of nowhere when Bellew won this the title. Is, this is, we're talking just about sparring. Sport. This is sparring. Sparring so, yeah. is different. Mate, David Price, we've seen him get his jaw blown away, yeah. so there's no point. To, he can't get, there's no way you can say to me, David Price get in the ring with David Hay. No, no. And not getting his jaw blown away. He's getting does. knocked out. So what happens in sparring? You know, that's, yep. that's these yeah. things happen in sparring at the end of the day, but it's yep. when you get into the ring mm-hmm. and you have to stay focused yeah, because the person's looking to hurt you. Hmm. You're not yeah. supposed to be hurting people. You just get caught with that shot sometimes. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. off guard. Yeah. But when you're talking about in the ring and it matters, was it Tony Thompson? Yeah. Twice. Yeah. First time they're like, oh, don't worry, get the rematch. But no, nah, wrapped him up wrapped again. Him again. So Erkan mm. Tepper. Yeah. Two rounds. He just got hit once and he was sleeping. I don't know if you've seen it on YouTube. Sleeping in the corner under the table. <laughs> sleeping, you know. I never, I never, I never get this. So uh, yeah, um, when we were sparring, I had done him then. I'm thinking it's like saying like in football. Oh, I scored six goals in training. training yeah, yeah, there you go. Go. but yeah. I, uh, but I had a stinker in the match. Yeah, but in training I scored six. It's like it's two different environments. It is. So I mean, and two different mindsets. So <clears> yeah, definitely. I, a lot of people put a lot of a lot of stock in. in so some people aren't aren't great at sparring. They're better under the lights and. You know, you're more alert. You haven't got those big 16-ounce gloves. You've got the, the 10 or the 8-ounce gloves, depending what weight you are mm. on. And plus, you know as well, then when it comes to sparring, you're, that person's giving it 100 I mean, when it comes to the real fight, they're giving it 100%. They're not, they're not holding back. Yeah. So if you get caught, I mean, just remember, oh, I suppose it was years back, but Dylan, Dylan White put too much stock in the fact he he, he bashed up, as he said. He bashed him. up, he AJ. <laughs> he got bashed up. <laughs> 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 bashed him up in the amateurs in it yeah. and boy fast forward a few years and Joshua's got some experience <laughs> exactly you know this he, is it damn, he got well, he gave a good account of himself I'll give him that but <laughs> he got wrapped though do you know what I mean like <laughs> Subway sat take away you know what I mean open or close did it bus <laughs> wrapped 
So he's another one fighting soon as well. He's fighting on the July. In yeah. July, get, um, some dude called Dave Allen who's been ch- jarring him on, on, him. on, on Twitter. Him. Jarring him. Mate, I've been seeing the... <laughs> Dylan White, he's letting me get under his skin a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he is. That's the thing. Yeah, like, I, want, I, I was supposed to fight that Muppet Dave, Dave Allen. I want to bash his head in. <laughs> <laughs> it, I'll fight him on a roundabout. <laughs> I was going to fight him, but if he wants to fight with a roundabout, I was like, what is wrong? No with media guy? training. He's now got decent, have you noticed he's got decent suits? Like, yeah, decent yeah. shirt and tie yeah, and that, yeah, because yeah. before he was coming in that purple mate, blazer. He, he, he looked like he was coming straight from a Bujo Banton video, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Purple blazer. <laughs> yeah, now he's, he's taking it real, real, real serious now. You know, he's got good, good training. Good condit boy. He's got a good like. He's got he's got a team around him. Yeah, like, that's like, right. like yeah. Joshua has just hasn't got that media training that no. Joshua's got. You know, like but Peter, I suppose people like him. Like me, I like Dillian White just for his personality because there's just if you put a camera in front of him, he's just gonna say whatever the hell comes in his mind. Yeah, roadman stuff. Kind of like I want him and Chisora to get it on. That's the one I want to see. Oh, I, I can see that happening. The Battle of the Roadmen. I can see that definitely <laughs> happening. Because Chizora unsettles him. I saw, I've seen a couple of things with them together. And I suppose Chizora would unsettle everyone, though, because he's just so unpredictable. Yeah. Trust <laughs> you know, we don't know what Delboy's going to do. <laughs> oh. Right. Um, let's move on to the sport that we mostly care about, if we're honest. It's football. Or football. So, <clears throat> obviously, Portugal won the Euros. I did say they were going to bludgeon their way to the final and win it 1-0. They did it. But... Don't we think that a few teams can be disappointed overall? Like France, was, France first of all, you've got to the final, you're at home, and you're thinking you've got to show a bit extra on the day. I know they hit the post and all that, but they just, for me, they didn't really give it everything that like they mm. should have done. It's a final, you're at home. Mm. Portugal, somehow, well, they scored one goal after the yeah. group stage. Yeah. And they won a tournament. So that shows you what was going on, mm. the way they were playing. Oh, no, well, how many they scored against Wales? Two against Wales. Was it, two it was two. It was two, two nil. Two yeah. yeah, so two goals outside, and you get to the final. I feel like France let themselves down. Maybe they they spent everything against Germany. That mm. was the the they looked at. Yes, we beat Germany. Done, we win this because Portugal aren't yeah. doing anything. And obviously your mate Ronaldo. Yeah. Uh, yes, that guy. But there's other teams you look at in the whole tournament as a whole, and I think maybe Spain, for instance, mm. they were a super letdown. Everyone expected them to do something a, a bit more than what they've done. But again, Italy surprised everyone, then went back to being Italy. Mm. The Italy that, that everyone currently knows. Yeah. So there's a few teams who let themselves down. Yeah. I mean, for me, I'd say the whole tournament was disappointing, to be honest. It was one of the worst. Yeah, years. I mean, yeah. if you look, at it, you look at tournaments, you say, okay, there's either a standout team that's blowing other teams away. There wasn't any. There's a standout player that was, you know, doing the, the main things, like there's top players, like, you know, okay, Ronaldo. <laughs> Bell and or you know even uh, Ozil or whatever yeah. Pogba no one was really outstanding no one was hitting 8 or 9s out of 10s in the tournament and even when you look at the goals I think it's the one of the lowest uh, goals totals yeah. scored in the tournament. Yeah, tournament so I think as a whole the quality was um, much 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 way below par shall we say yeah. I think one of the reasons is uh, I'm for and against, which is the inclusion of more teams into the tournament. Yeah, yeah. Well, the third, that whole third place qualifying thing. That, for me... That was nonsense. I don't know. I group. Again, I'll chuck a span in the works. I think it was... 
bad in one way because obviously people didn't know what was going on. A lot of players, yeah. I think even Podolski from Germany put an interview and said like, we don't know who we're playing yeah, in the yeah. next round. That's right. Uh, so from that point, I understand in terms of preparation, but I think in terms of for the um, public to see mm. and for the other teams that don't know, they still in their eyes have something to play for, which they're creating more entertainment to view. Because for example, Northern Ireland, they gave one hell of a game against Germany. They yeah. ended up they end up losing, but still qualified. Yeah. Now, mm. if they knew it was the old system and they could, no matter what they'd done, they were going out anyway, the game's a dead rubber, it's boring sort of thing. Yeah. So I can see from both okay, sides, yeah, yeah, yeah. from that side of the argument. But overall, um, to go into what you're saying with regards to France let themselves down, I think yes and no, because they got to the final. But I think, again, they're under a lot of pressure. Mm. But to coincide with that, in the French team, they had a lot of, um, how we say, not superstars, but top, top players. Yeah. But I don't really think they had a, a real leader in that French team because uh, the key keeper was captain, wasn't he? Yeah, Lloris. But I've always been one. I've never been one to have uh, the, the keeper as the captain anyway. Mm. No. But I mean, back when they won it with um, Zizi in the middle, he mm. was captain. Um, if you go far as back as I think with Platini won it, he was yeah. captain as well. Yeah, you they, had, had, they had other people around. Yeah, yeah. Vieira. Yeah, exactly. Them, like, but you had like team. strong... Yeah, there's similar, no actual leader yeah, in that It team. was almost that French team reminded <laughs> me of Arsenal. You got the mm. players, but no leader. Yeah. No one yeah. to guide them to get them over that last bit. So I think, yeah, France were disappointing. Wasn't great quality. Poor goals. Overall, good for the uh, the average pundit and good for the lower teams that got in the smaller nations. But I think overall, uh, as an actual overall tournament, I found it disappointing. Mm. Yeah, it was crap. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was pants. So you're, you're watching games and you don't know whether the games are going to be stinkers or yeah. or explosive. So it was just it was it was weird. Like mm. you know, you had Portugal had one game where where it was crazy. Portugal hungry. I don't know what was every time the ball went yeah. into one area. I thought the teams were going to score. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. Game. Other than that, they were their games were just dry, tepid, mm. just rubbish. France, I think Griezmann turned up from that team. Yeah, Payet yeah. came to life as you know, like it, as and when he felt like it. Pogba was under a lot of pressure for some God knows what reason. Hundred million. I don't know what's wrong with hundred million you know I mean? pound baller apparently. Mm. Yeah, and I also thought as well that De- that the manager Deschamps. Didn't know his best team, but me personally, I don't. I, I, don't mm. I think he didn't know his best team, right? Not not to the extent that Roy didn't know his best team, but he would just he, he kept. I think he kept trying to fit things in, and sometimes it, it was like after they'd have they'd have a good performance, it then start moving things around. Mm. So for me, I think he was a little bit confused, but I still think that I feel like they did their souls proud because they got to the final. And I suppose they got bludgeoned, didn't it? They? they have chances, but they got bludgeoned. And yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. The, 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 the only game, their, their only off game they really had, if you think about it, like it wasn't... Because normally they'll, they'll have a point where, you know, like uh, I think the first half, at the start of something, the first half were a little bit iffy with them. And then second yeah. half, they'll just steamroll teams. But that game against Portugal was probably the, the game where they, they didn't have a great game, I suppose. And they still probably should have won, but they didn't. So it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. And I was, I was happy a lot of the teams that... There was teams like Italy did well. Do you know what I mean? And Germany, Germany were a big letdown for me, if I'm honest, as well. Okay. Like as world champions, when I watched their games, yeah, they didn't really. Perform, yeah. like, they were getting through. Yeah, exactly. But, but apart from the Northern Ireland game where they battered them, yeah, you didn't see really see that exactly in other games where they were really putting it on teams. They were they were doing that Germany efficient thing that they yeah. that they yeah, yeah, that yeah. known for. Yeah, they weren't really like powering through teams. Yeah, then, yeah. which they were at the World Cup. The World Cup, they were yeah, giving yeah, it to yeah. people. Yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? You some teams were scared to be on the end of a bad one. You know when, when you played them, but yeah, true. By this time, I suppose they've lost a few players, but and someone I just clocked Schweinsteiger's only thirty one. Yeah, what is going on? Is he not using cocoa butter or something? Because <laughs> geezer's like, or, or coconut oil or whatever it is. At the moment, because he is looking old. I thought he was older than that. Much. Do you know what I mean? I actually thought he was like 33, yeah, 34. Yeah, 30. 31. Damn. Why does he look so old? He's old enough to be coming on sub. The only one's, oh yes, is this blah, blah, tournament. Oh, lucky he's, what's that guy's name? Um, Miroslav Klose. Mm. That's, that's how he came running on the <laughs> yeah, pitch, yeah. Old Germany player. Yeah, yeah, still 31. I went, what? You should still be starting, really, then, yeah, shouldn't yeah. you? Like, well, what's going on there? So, yeah, but I mean, Ronaldo, yeah, he didn't have a... a amazing tournament not very few people did but mm. like I said in terms of his team his team were what just I suppose like what you said Ty when he wasn't on the pitch then all of a sudden they looked half decent mm. but quite a few of their players on their team were having stinker well, this is after the, this stinker this is what I don't get about Portugal's team because every time you talk about we would look to Portugal's team and go ah oh, <clears throat> without Ronaldo that team is so dry that team in nearly every position has someone who's been Linked with someone yeah. at 30, 40 million yeah. pounds. Yeah, yeah. Right yeah. backs, centre backs, centre midfielders. <laughs> yeah. mm. Everyone's apparently some 40 million pound baller. <laughs> yeah. You know, even Moutinho, his name is, how old is he now? Yeah. He's been around a while, but he's yeah. he's a top player. But then when you see them on the pitch, you think to yourself, Meh. There's, there's, Gash. Yeah. yeah. Was it Ruben Nevers that people are talking about? What was the one who kept yeah. on coming Andre on Gomez. Andre Gomez. Andre yeah. Gomez. 40 yeah. million pounds, apparently. Valencia. You said one or two, yeah, yeah, at times. But was he, did you look at him and go, yeah. oh, I can see no, why you're worth no, 40 no, no. million. Sanchez did well. Like, I kept yeah, saying, whenever he come on, he yeah. played. I'm like, so why isn't this guy starting? I kept saying, why is he not starting? Because he's he comes playing on. later on. Then he's, he? Exactly. Yeah. Well, you can see know. why, what they paid for? They paid 40 million for him or something yeah. like that, didn't they? Dortmund? Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But that goes yeah. back to my... Dortmund. Bayern, That goes back to my point about Ronaldo, because I'm not blaming him, but I'm saying like, for me, when he came off, eventually from that injury, the team played better for me and it was like they you saw I wouldn't say it was a great a superb performance but they were much much better and you saw like the likes of uh, Gomez or even the guy who came on Edda uh, yeah. playing in Quaresma up their game sort of thing um, but uh, yeah as I said I wasn't too impressed by the whole tournament there's a few games I didn't even bother watch and like I said I think the best two games was probably the one you mentioned uh, Vic Portugal and Hungary mm. and the other one I enjoyed was uh, Wales and Belgium just for yeah, the yeah, heart yeah. Just the yeah. heart alone from what I think well sort of summed up the whole theme of the tournament. Rather, you don't need superstars, just a good team ethic. Mm. They did almost what Greece done when they won. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And even that wasn't a great tournament. Well, but, but looking better than how Greece did. Yeah, it, exactly. That was, that was horrendous. They were scum. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was actually horrendous. Yeah, they, that one. they killed that football. Was a killer. They actually ruined football. Yeah, that trust year. me. I love Greeks. The women are lovely, but the football, no, not good. So the fallout from the Euros, obviously. Mm. Bodson got the sack, which everyone was happy. Well, yeah. sorry, Bodson resigned yeah. before he got sacked. Yeah, yeah. So, so Sorry, Stop I know that. you were happy about this, about how the FA have gone about the way they're looking for the replacement. So at the moment, they're talking to Big Sam. Yeah. Uh, they're also talking to Louis. No, they apparently they've spoken to Steve Bruce, but then turned around Steve Bruce said nobody has spoken to me. Yeah. So what's going on there? I mean, I don't know where to start with... Uh the FA. I mean, the whole England job is just, I think it's almost the middle. They say there's a saying, the fish dies from the head down, or it rots from the head down. Yeah. <laughs> and at the end of the day, it's the same old thing. We're talking now in the papers of the FA spoke to Big Sam, they spoke to uh, Steve Bruce apparently or not, um, but it's not, uh, that's not the issue for me. It's like, no matter who they put in, 
it's it's not going to please everyone. That's the, but I think it's the culture we're saying from the FA and what's being dealt with up in the head office. Who are these people that are picking the manager? Because whoever they pick, it's going to be the same thing. They're not going to let him be the manager they are. They're going to say, yeah. okay, the media saying this, we want this, we want to sell this many shirts, don't sure you do this sort of thing. And then they wait for the media to react, they wait for the public to react. And then when things ain't going their way, they put the manager out f- to be shot at. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Simple yeah. is. And they won't pick, I mean, I've got nothing against Big Sam. I think personally, if you bring him in, fine. It's all about bring him in, give him a chance, mm. do his thing. Um, because at the end of the day, Big Sam is the sort of manager where he's been renowned for the whole long ball or you know rough tactics or whatever. But me personally, I don't see that. I think at the end of the mm. day, if you give him a certain caliber of player, yep. he'll adapt to style and do it. Yeah. So that's the whole point for Cause me. Because he, he wasn't playing long ball with Sunderland at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah exactly. He wasn't lashing up to Jermaine Defoe, was he? No. Yeah. They were trying to play through and, and create chances for him so yeah. he can adapt. The, the only thing with Sam is he's going to have to try and naturalise a few big Africans <laughs> to, make, to make it work. <laughs> you know what I mean? To make it work in England, did it? Come so like I, Big Ron, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fabrice Mbolo. You know what I mean? Let's get him over here. Exactly. A few years, there you go. British passport. Jeez. You're English. So get I mean, centre back. To add on to that, I mean, the frustration I have is if you look at any other FA, like, example, Italian. Yeah. When um, they appointed Conte before him, I can't remember who the manager was before Conte anyway, but there was no upheaval about it. It was just like, oh, we've put Conte in, he's now in. And now he plays his style his way. I think he's renowned for playing 3-5-2 like he did at Juve. Yeah. But he was like, in certain aspects, even the, the Italian papers, there was not as much pressure as in England in terms of, oh, who's he going to play? Who's he going to pick? Who's going to be captain? Yeah, yeah. It's none of that. It's he's, just... He's the manager. Yeah, he's the manager. Get on with it. Do it. And like he's, he's surprised everyone. They got to, as far as they did, they were unlucky. No thanks to Zaza and that magical penalty. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? He's done his bit. He's done his job. He's done. He's moved on now. But you don't get that with England. It's always some upheaval yeah. and some rubbish. And it's mostly the media. Media. Tramps, I'm telling you. The whole lot of them. Like, just... Like, they... Some of the some of the articles that you just read, you're like, what are you guys... From guys who probably can't even kick a ball themselves. Mm-hmm. It was like nerds, you know them ones. The guys were nerds at school, and they used to watch the A team. Seven one seven one. Who said that? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You just you just read it, and, and I think, oh, shut up, man. The only there's only a couple of sports writers who actually read their stuff because it just seems generally unbiased, and they're just saying what they see. You know what I mean? They're not they're not some toffs, they're not some muppets or anything like that. But with England, yeah, look, just give it to an English dude. Let him get on with it. Stop fussing about who his captain's going to be. Mm. Nobody cares. It's up to... Like, when you're at Liverpool or when you're at Man United, who's going to be Man United captain? Yeah, yeah. Who's going to be... Nobody look, else does. No, yeah. That doesn't yeah, happen. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't, doesn't, doesn't happen anywhere like, else. Right. Okay. Oh, you're the, you're the, you're the captain. Like I said, with, with a lot of these other nations, like Italy and Spain, whoever the player with the most caps is, who's on the pitch, is yeah. the captain. Yeah. Now, I ain't saying that's how it's got to be for England, but... It's a simple... The, point, the point I'm making is, when you say you're the captain, right then you're telling that guy he's he's playing all the time, basically, right? But and if you are going to do that, then basically, as Sam Allardyce should be allowed to do, is if he does say, okay, he's my captain, when the guy starts playing crap, he can pick another captain. Mm. That's what happens in football. Yeah, you're right. dropped, you're captain. You man. ain't got to mm. worry about, you yeah. shouldn't have to worry about, oh, he's captain, which means he has to play every game. Mm. No, no, because mm. if he was at club football, if mm. your captain's playing dry, mm. you, you, replace, you, you say, look, I'm going to, Drop you at the side, you get your mm. form back. Obviously, you're a club captain. Yeah. But now, nah, blah blah, you're captain. 
Done. Yeah. That's that's mm. all it is. But the exactly. English media make out this thing, this crazy oh, link yeah. to being God. the captain. He's like captain. I follow in a lot of the follows in the steps of Bobby Moore. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Terry Butcher. Oh, <laughs> I mean, uh, the thing for me as well, like even if the captain's injured, you can't play him. Yeah. So, yeah. So you have to pick someone else. So exactly. It, it, I, so I don't understand this whole globe around this has to the England captain is the number one player. Blah blah blah. Because I think in an, in another way, it's almost like a Pandora's box. It ruins that particular player because like the media got something to attack now. Yeah. And like, yep. look at Rooney now. He's me personally. He'll never be the same again. Rooney, Rooney, come like one of them Nigerian footballers. You just don't <laughs> believe he's the age he is. Do you know what I mean? It's like the way the way he's playing now. You think he's about forty? Like what's happened? <laughs> like what Ian Wright said. Like it's like Space Jam. Like the monsters have come <laughs> and stolen his powers or something. What is? Is this for real? But the thing is, with Rooney, you have this thing of for some reason people wake up in the morning and go, Rooney, you can play centre midfield, not not even the top of the diamond. Mm. He's yeah. playing centre midfield. midfield. You're on. saying to a man now who's looking at the, the you know, coming to the last stage of career and all that, he's 30, mm. now he's going to be 31 soon. I'll tell you what, now do more running than he used to do yeah, exactly. when you were in your 20s, when you used to run about. We used to complain he'd run about for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. And now, and everyone used to go, stop running about. And now you're getting older, you're saying to him, do more running than he used to. There's no logic in that in any way, shape or form. The man's a striker. The man's either a nine or a ten. Jose said it. Nine... 10, not 8, or 6, not or six. Exactly. none of that business there. He's either going to be a striker or he's going to play behind the striker. Exactly. Well, you know what? He won't play. That's that's what Mourinho will say. Mm-hmm. You're not you're not in form, you're not playing because you've got to compete to play in this position here. Mm. That's it. How can you have centre midfielders being told you're not playing in your own position because mm. I've decided to put someone who doesn't play here, he's only played there a few times, I'm just going to stick him in there and say, yeah, you yeah, can do yeah, it. Yeah. Based on what though? This, this is the foolishness that goes on in English football. But I think, yeah, I said it's been going on for years now because, um, like I said, they won't pick, the FA won't pick the right person. They'll pick someone they can uh, use as a puppet. goes back as far as uh, Brian Clough because he was the main man. Should have been picked. Never picked mm. him because they can't control Cold, him. Yeah. And uh, there was all this hype about Mourinho wanted the job, etc. Uh, oh, God, imagine that. But that's the thing, though. In one way, I'd be for it if Marina yeah. was as manager, yeah, because you know you get the results. But the same way the FA know they wouldn't be able to control him because he'd pick who he'd want to pick. He wouldn't tell you, okay, because obviously, for example, with Beckham when he was playing, that was the biggest farce in in years. He's captain, why? Because he's the he's the he's the paper boy, isn't he? He's the yeah. boy that everyone loves. That, that came out of nowhere. Yeah, that exactly. One, he's he was, the guy. Saul Campbell was uh, the vice captain. Yes. Remember, because we was in college, and then it's like who was it? Shearer must have um, stepped that retired from playing for England. Everybody just knew it was going to be Sol Campbell. Open the Sun newspaper on Monday in, in, in the um, common room. Beckham for captain. I went, what? Exactly. Where's this come from? He's a, exactly. he's a party boy. Exactly. No, he hasn't even captain Man United yet, but he should be captain of England. Boom. Next thing you know, all the papers are saying it, all the mm. press are saying it. Beckham, um, what puppet came in next? Friend. No, Peter Taylor was one who gave it to him first. That's right, yeah. That, yeah. That, that yeah. friendly. Yeah. yeah. He gave it to him. Yeah, yeah. Beckham. Captaincy. Why? Sell Wait, shirts, like, what, innit? what about him said captain Eddie, uh, before that point when he got it? Obviously, mm. afterwards, he went on to be some some like warrior or whatever. He was running around trying to do everything. But before that, nothing about him said, I should be captain. So we would make Darren Anderton captain, wouldn't <laughs> you? you know what I mean? Like, well, Sick note. <laughs> so, domestically, we're looking at what's going on. Mm. Ty, you're an Arsenal fan. Yep. How do you think it's looking for you? Uh, Have you signed uh, anyone yet? Oh, you signed yeah. Xhaka, whatever his name is. Granite Xhaka. That's the guy. Uh, good signing. Uh, just what we need. A good a bit of uh, grit in the midfield. Um, 
I still feel we need another centre back and definitely a top top striker. But I think with Wenger, I know he's still early days in the in the market, but I'm still a bit concerned that he's still over in France doing French TV, <laughs> and he hasn't like you know we haven't got another son in early. I think we still need another two or three. But the problem is we've got in one. That rumours about Vardy. I don't think we ever seriously were going to get Vardy. I think he tested the waters, but then I think it was always going to be a point of Vardy just getting more money at Leicester. Glad he didn't come anyway, because I don't think that's the way to go. Um, if he's the answer, we're, ask, we're just asking the wrong question. So, <laughs> pretty much, in terms of, as an us support, um, I'm a bit concerned about who's after Wenger, because at the end of the day, this is la- it's supposed to be his last year, but I've got a funny feeling they will offer him another contract. Yep. I'd Wish they don't. I wish he would start moulding who would replace him. The likes of Burkamp, who's at Ajax, or even bringing... I know people will be against it, but even the likes of Keown or Henri in the background to say, OK, let's start getting these guys... So Henri left this week. Yeah, because obviously he's um, Sky TV, Sports punditry, yeah. which I understand you can't be on the TV dissing, man, and then <laughs> come in this <laughs> morning, morning, lads, and you're coaching the uh, under-18. So I understand that to a degree, but... Like I said, I'm trying to look at the bigger picture for Arsenal. I mean, everyone's saying Wenger out, Wenger out, but it's not as simple as Wenger out. Who's going to come in next? That's my concern because no disrespect to Liverpool, but obviously you had your ups and downs in terms of changes of management in and out of the Champions League. And look what happened to Man U recently. Ferguson's gone. And again, it's just mm. up and down. Now they've got Mourinho. Okay, it looks better for the future, but um, I'm just more concerned because we've been with Wenger so long and he's going to go it's like if there's no preparation of who's coming in I can see us starting to really fall apart but for the next season all I want is a top 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 striker I wouldn't get rid of Giroud I'd keep him I'd get rid of Walcott um, because I don't think he's a striker or a football player um, (laughs) I'd I'd definitely get a top top striker I mean they're saying Higuain but I don't think they're going to part with that amount of money for him I heard he wanted to go to Liverpool I heard that, that too, yeah, but um, I'm hearing about Goatser as well. But again, I don't think he's an out striker for me. He's not yeah, the player no, I need. Um, I think, again, I think there's rumours of Lukaku. But again, I don't think he's worth the money they're saying. I think it's like 30, 40 or 50. I can't remember. It's 30, 40, 50 million they want for Lukaku. I mean, if you to ask me who, I wouldn't know, to be honest. But we need a, a good quality striker. But I don't think Wenger... He's going to do it. I think he's just going to stick with, based on what Giroud's done in the Euros. And obviously, <laughs> Theo's going to have a good pre-season now. And, um, yeah, I'm just concerned. A little concerned as an Arsenal support. I heard that Granite Shaka's not even a holding midfielder. He's, um, well, he played, he's, hold, he's held there for Switzerland. He played the role there during the Euros. And uh, I think before he was at, what's it, is it Basel? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he played a mixture of... Um, centre midfield or holding midfield but I think he can play either way but having seen him he likes a, he likes a tackle which uh, is what we need but I think obviously with the likes of Flamini Rosicki and Arteta going we definitely yeah. needed someone in there so with him Eleni and um, uh, Coquelin I forgot about him I think with those three I think we need this, probably maybe another one just in case of injuries and obviously we were going to the Champions League but yeah like I said I'm more concerned about getting a centre back and another striker I mean hopefully I hope you get None of these players <laughs> <clears throat> that you want. I hope you go out and get some 12-year-old French boys like you normally do. <laughs> we, we got that Japanese striker that's coming. Oh, yeah, that's the yeah, Japanese yeah. guy coming through. Yeah, Rio yeah. Yamaguchi. Sell some more shirts. I, I, I think his name's Joe Chung. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, the uh, 
Wenger's a he's a good businessman, right? But he forgets he's a manager sometimes. Oh, he, the way he hand, he, he just seems like when you know the whole thing of yeah, you know, I built the stadium, mm-hmm. and the people are saying yeah, you know, he, if it wasn't for the way he handled things, blah 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 yeah, blah. Yeah. Cool, you know, consecutively in the Champions League for twenty years, always in the Champions League, never winning it. You know that that is what's gonna keep getting on people's nerves. Yes, the money now. You have that that Russian guy who keeps coming out saying, listen, the money is there if he mm. wants to spend it. When he turns around and talks about Higuain, they're going to want 50 million. He won't want yeah. to pay it. But yeah. you're talking about Higuain, so either pay the money or shut up. Like, mm. this is what you, when you want that kind of player, you have to pay the money. Yeah. The Suarez thing was funny. Yeah. Remember the 40 million and one pound? Yeah. The thing about that that still makes me laugh to this day is Liverpool admitted he had the clause. Mm. So technically, the clause is activated. We just refused to sell him. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe if Wenger had gone 50 million, mm. Liverpool would just taken it on the chin. Mm. But it was the it was the whole pound. I didn't get that. That that was that was disrespectful. That yeah. was that thing. disrespectful. But it's business. You yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. The shareholders must love that dude. Yeah, they do. They, what they're saying. That's what they say. They in terms of what in terms of finance, in terms of the club, in terms of the level it's at, debt free, etc., etc. Mm. That's all fine. But it comes to a point where the people who come and watch who actually pay for the club, yeah, the ones who bring in one million pounds every home game. They want some return on their money. So it's all good investors or shareholders saying, oh yeah, I want my returns. Mm. But football fans want their returns. Those are called trophies. And I mean, you don't get none. It comes a point when people start, and we, we have the jokes to say that the Arsenal's the library, but it will continue to be like that. And it mm. could get worse if Wenger's still there, mm. isn't spending money, isn't bringing anyone in mm. who people can get excited about. I mean, he did it a couple of times. He bought Ozil, he bought Sanchez. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But again, no top striker. Mm. Yeah, I mean, for me, um, I get the whole yeah, he's built the stadium or helped to build the stadium, etc. But for me, it's like it's like someone buying a house. You you bought the house, you're paying the mortgage, yeah, but your family's happy with it. You still got to go out and buy food to fucking eat, innit? I mean, <laughs> they, you're gonna you're gonna live on the house. No, it's like you need to eat. You still need to go and work. You still need to. We've got necessities, and right now, necessity is let's start winning trophies. So let's yeah. get in what we need. And the frustrating thing as an Arsenal supporter. I try to be as real as possible. I'm not into this Wenger out. I'm just like, right, okay. But everyone you speak to in or you see on TV, the pundits, they all say the same thing. Arsenal are like two or three players away from pushing and winning this title. Every season. Every yeah. season. And it's like, it's only one person who refuses to admit that to say, okay, you know what? Let me just go out, spend the money and do it. But it's like Wenger, just, he's so stubborn in his way. I know he's a great businessman, that's great, but your your job is to win trophies as a manager. So when Mourinho comes on and starts making those jibes about some managers haven't won the league in 10 years, <laughs> people might laugh, at, but I think, you know what? He's got a point. He can say that. He can say that. The guy has won it. He's done his job. Yeah. So I get what they, people say. Wenger's done a great thing with Arsenal. And yes, he's great at this new philosophy, this new style. He's turned the club around. Yeah, but that was then. So what we're doing now... It's like, okay, so I don't want his legacy to die on old people booing him and cheering. I don't want none of that, getting him out sort of thing. Because the guy has done, was worked wonders for my club. And I love him like that. But it's like anyone, you, you see someone, you say, okay, you love what they do. But if they do something wrong, you have to stand up and say, look, okay, you need to fix up on this. Because fans are paying them the most money for a season ticket. There you go. To finish exactly. in the top four. And like we finished second, it still feel, felt like a fake second. Because it's like Leicester won the league. Mm. No one even realised that Arsenal finished second. How many was it? 10 points behind them or something? Yeah, like? 10 11 points. points. Yeah. 10 points or 11 points behind Leicester. I mean, when you say that, Leicester. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No disrespect to Leicester. I mean, even they are surprised they won the league. But we finished behind Leicester and we're like bigging it up like, yeah. I mean, I was jumping off my chair when we finished above Tottenham. 
then I had to like settle down and realize, hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to this stage where I'm I'm bigging up Newcastle because they battered Spurs. We finished second, and I'm like, we're still ten points behind Leicester. Something needs to be changed. Something needs to rectify. So. I know his fingers last year. All I'm hoping is he's got the money. He just goes like he's in Vegas, just goes crazy, blows it all out. But this is Wenger. He won't do that. So I don't know. I'm I'm a frustrated Arsenal supporter. I'm trying to keep it real, but I'm a very frustrated. But I'm hoping if he makes two, at least two more signings, one of being a striker, then I'll be very, very, very confident for Arsenal next season. Jose's in town. He's official. What yep. do you think the Man United are going to do based on? I mean, he's brought in a centre-back from Villarreal, £30 million, who played very well against us. Penalties galore, that guy's in the giveaway. <laughs> Two-footed. <laughs> Two-footed. Mark my words. Uh, Mkhitaryan, top baller. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> top baller. He's got skill. He's got goals from midfield. He can play a pass. Left foot, right foot. I didn't really want to see that. When they were talking about <laughs> yeah. it, I, Liverpool chased him for how many years? Never got near it. Mm. So, that one's concerning me. I know he's going to bring in Who's the other? He's got three. He's three. He's got three out of four. He wants one more. The last one's a centre midfielder. He wants. So he got Ibrahimovic. Ibrahimovic. Latan's yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, he wants Pogba. Still. He wants Pogba. Um, if he gets Pogba, I'd be concerned. It's I'll done. Be honest. If he gets Pogba, it's done. One hundred million pound though. What? 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 This hundred million pound chat for Pogba. We need to get into this. We really do. What's this about? I don't know. People are, you know, there was a time where you were to hear these kind of figures, you had to watch Mission Impossible or some of these, <laughs> one of these films with these super villains, you know what I mean? Oh, 100 million, yeah. Oh, Bond films. Powers, isn't it? <laughs> we do not receive 100 million pounds. I will destroy the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, Paul Pogba. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what, what is going on here? Like, what, what, what's next? Just think about that. If someone signs Paul Pogba for a hundred million pounds, oh, what is going to happen when some next kid comes off the beaches of Rio mm, and goes to play for Real or Barca or Portugal or mm. one of these other Portuguese teams, and then someone comes and goes, "Oh, right, quarter of a billion pounds for yeah. you know what I mean Wilson dos Santos Sedimentos yeah. whatever." My problem with a hundred million pounds is, what's that? Like, or I was going to say with the exchange rate euros, so a hundred billion euros, same thing. Mm. What? <laughs> Who's next? What when when the already established superstar twenty seven year old, when that person goes, let's say Messi goes somewhere tomorrow. Mm. Yes, exactly. Four three hundred million, oh. four hundred million. What will we be saying? It's just getting stupid. Neymar. If we shot Neymar tomorrow. What are we talking about? Neymar to what two hundred eighty million? That's what I'm what, saying. What would it be before this Pogba nonsense started? Like when I was reading in in the papers before, they were saying Pogba will be leaving in the summer for like fifty million. Yeah, like sixty million. million. I thought, okay, I, you know. That's a lot of silly money still, but mm. you can, you know, you can understand. Think, yeah. All of a sudden, 100 million come out of nowhere. Like, well, where are we going with 100 million yeah. pounds? Where are we going? Luis Suarez went for less than that. Because even and, what's. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I, I, go, but go on, go on. Even what's his, yeah, because of that now, you've got um, the West Ham chairman saying that if Pogba's worth 100 million, uh, Payet's worth 100 million. Yeah. I'm thinking, because obviously based on his performances yeah, at the Euros. But yeah, I agree with you. It's getting out of hand because um, I don't know where the Pogba figure came from just all of a sudden bang because he's the he's the summer saga transfer now so let's just add some prices to it yeah and now everyone's going to fall into that trap of yeah he needs to but i wouldn't put it past manu or Mourinho to spend that money and get him in because over the end of the day um where Mourinho goes he gets what he wants so yeah it's true he wouldn't surprise me if you see Pogba in a manu shirt a hundred i mean a hundred million let's not remember i mean let's not forget rather that this is someone who came from their youth team 
He was yeah. there already. Yeah. He, I mean, it's, it's 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 gone. It's war under the bridge. But Fergie didn't see enough mm. in order to play him and rather bring Paul Scholes literally out yep. of retirement, retirement yeah. and bring him back into games. And that says, well, what was it that was missing? For me, it's maybe something like, it's that thing you always say, you see on TV, like, for example, I'll go back to, like, Nicholas Bentner. On the pitch, oh you have to say to yourself, what the hell was he doing? <laughs> but then you think to yourself, he must be doing something in training. In uh, regards to uh, Pogba and Fergie, I probably relate to, like, what's his name? Was it Ravel Morrison? Oh, yeah, yeah, They yeah, were saying, yeah. like, he just he didn't have the head, uh, the mindset. And then, obviously, Sam Allardyce tried his luck with him and said, no, he hasn't got it. So I don't know if it was something in train or just an attitude thing with Fergie where he just didn't get on with him, maybe, uh, why he let him go. But I think either way, Pogba has proved everybody wrong because he's gone to Juve and he's done the biz. And But I always find it peculiar when you see, like, when he's in Champions League and you have the TV panels and the ex-Man U players. And a lot of them knew him, obviously, because when he was at Man U. But yeah. they, they don't really say much about um, why he didn't come through. Um, well, the only one I saw do an interview, I can't remember who it was now, but basically he said, you could tell he was decent, yes, but mm. he wasn't outstanding. Mm. Because you had players in the reserves like Ravel Morrison who were taking Mick in the reserves. Yeah. So like, this guy is a baller, he's coming through. Mm. But Pogba was like, you've got bits in your game, mm. but you're not putting them together. Mm. So he wasn't <coughs> convincing anyone. It was like, he knew what he could do, but yeah. he wasn't doing it. And if you're not doing it for the reserves... Mm. Why Fergie was like, why yeah. am I going to put in the first team? Yeah, no matter yeah. how good you might be, why would I put in the first team if you're not you're doing, doing it for the reserves? reserves? I don't yeah. know, I don't know, Merv. I know, I know what you're saying, but if you look at it like that, then if that's how they felt, why the hell did they fight so hard to keep him? Going to court here, mm. going to this court there. Um, then from, top, from that, he left from that season, he left straight into the Juve first team. To start balling and then look like he should have been stuck. Like what? What was it? What? What happened over the space of that summer holidays from school mm. that he that he decided to go over there and start killing it? Because it wasn't. It's not like he just developed at UV. The moment he went there, he was having it up. Yeah, yeah. but so, that's what it goes back to what's, what I'm what's saying. What's going on? He's obviously in the reserves, and what Fergie's saying to him because it's Fergie mm. is, show me what you got. Yeah, then you play, but you can't be asked because you know you're good. And that's mm. going to piss him off. That's mm. what it did. Mm. Remember, they offered him a contract and then he turned it down because he didn't get the chance. It's not like they didn't try to keep him. Yeah. They did try. He walked away. But he turned away. it down because he knew he weren't going to get minutes. That's why. Mm. He was, he'd already left. Think about it. If he'd already, already left France to come to live in England, you want to be there. Do you know what I mean? But mm. then you, but then sometimes you, you think this gaffer's not going to... He don't fancy me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, so, right. yeah. yeah, so I mean, yeah. So I think yeah. There's, no point not, there's, yeah. Yeah, exactly. there's no point offering me a contract for me to sit in your reserves mm. for the next four or five years. Nah, mate. I need to be playing now. Oh, I haven't shown you it. Yeah, and I agree with you. But that's yeah, I think that's but, where the, the two the two issues collide in football, mm. which is you got some people who who play and they always do their best, like we were talking about earlier. People no matter what, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And some people who know they're good, so they don't give the hundred percent because they know I'm this good. I only need to do this much. Yeah. But if you're trying to get into the first team, you have to do. I don't care how good you are, you have to show because right at that point when he was at Man United, he hadn't done anything. He remember he played first team games. Yeah. Nobody went. Oh, hey, this Pogba guy when he played those those couple one games or whatever. Nobody mm. was going. Oh, have you seen that? Did you see that Pogba? Nobody <laughs> said that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's like true. he's got no appearances. Yeah, 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 yeah. showed some flashes, but sometimes you need you need a run in the team. Yeah. To yeah. hit your stride. But Ravel Morrison came on and did bits in the same. Not giving that. So, much so, time. so how comes he wasn't? How comes he wasn't given 
um, the the more minutes then, if that's the case then. No, but you had to get rid of him because he was there threatening, what was it? Uh, intimidating <laughs> witnesses. Getting, have you forgotten about that? Yeah, road messes and all that. He couldn't... Gamora. That's, that's, the, I'm kind of that's like different. Gamora he, in he literally went off the rails, literally, and got up to all sorts. So <laughs> that's a bit different. Fergie just went to him, look, especially leave Manchester. Exactly. Get away from these people. I'm going to do you a favour. We're going to send you to West Ham. Then he went to West Ham and brought his mates with him, innit? Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> right. I don't know, man. It, it just sounds like the kid's an idiot. I'm not going to... You know yeah, he's what I mean? wasting his career. He's another mm. one of his career. He's been to Lazio. There. He can't get on there. Is, is he still there? I think he's going to somewhere else now. It's, just, it's all sorts of nonsense. But all that goes back to people who really want to be footballers, yeah. I think. I mean, Pogba, as you said, he's gone abroad. He's gone to Juventus. Straight away, he's done the bits. Lit up, yeah. And that's it. So you can't really criticise him from that aspect. Mm. But I think based on what, when I was seeing the stuff that other ex-players were saying, they knew he could play. But if you're not bossing the reserves, and Fergie's actually looking for a centre midfielder, that's the other thing. In my mind, I think what he was saying was, oh, I'm assuming I'm going to play now because Scholes is retired, mm. so I'm assuming this position, mm. without doing the work. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I was going back to yeah. the whole relationship and the attitude, because for Fergie to call someone out of retirement to come back... And Man, the, the other players didn't even know. They said Scholes literally bust the door to change room. <laughs> and they went, with his <laughs> kickback on his shoulder, and <laughs> sent this... Scholes there! Someone come and said, Wagga. <laughs> I was like, imagine that. Jeez. What were you, you doing there? Gaffer called me in it. Exactly. That's what I mean because even like I said when we when I said to you back to that TV punditry and you see the likes of Rio Ferdinand, Paul Scholes, Michael Owen, um, and they're talking about oh being back at United, blah blah blah. How did you find? They always big up Ronaldo. They used to say yeah when he was with us, he showed it. He was top notch. He put in the effort. He was gonna be the best. We knew yeah. that. Yeah. But when they mention Pogba, no one talks. I'm not saying obviously he's at Ronaldo's level, but they never say yeah. When we saw him, we knew he was going to be a star. It was just like, nah, he showed bits, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if it's because they're sitting beside Skulls and obviously they call yeah, Skulls. Yeah. yeah, so there's going to be that sort of uh, divide. But yeah, I just found it strange. No one bigs him up as much as Ronaldo. So then when you hear, obviously, Ronaldo was the second most expensive player after Bell, now you're putting Pogba to be the most expensive player. I think it's just a media hype thing just to, you know, this this is the next biggest player in the world so let's spend the money and then set a new benchmark but is he worth 100 million nah he for me he's not even half of that but this is the thing he if you look at the way he plays he's more dynamic than i thought he was actually i'll give him credit yeah for that. true and he's he's both footed yeah um but my thing is 100 million pound players need to win games every game yeah match winners <laughs> yeah no nah. you know don't get me wrong when people saying about bell bell won games he's won games oh yeah he won games to top them back to this last season Although people say they didn't have a great season, the last ten games of the season when Ronaldo was injured and struggling, mm. Bell scored eight winners in ten games. Yep. That's match winning stuff. Mm. So that's people you're talking about. Pogba's gonna play assists, mm. but easy single handedly winning the game. He's not. No. So that's what those are the people you pay hundred million pounds, eighty million, ninety million pounds for. Paying for eighty million pounds for a dynamic playmaking midfielder it doesn't really make sense to me yeah no I, I was I, I was saying commercially I don't I, I don't understand the, the thinking behind it commercially he's not selling he's not selling shirts yeah, anyway. he, he, like, he's still not going to sell more shirts than Rooney character about yeah, him look at him go, yeah. oh uh, that guy yeah do you know what I mean and he's not going to be scoring 50-60 goals a season no. so uh, maybe because he's got the best dab in the football the, the, yeah, that's what it is I don't yeah, know those, those crazy haircuts of his as well man I don't know no, this is that it. So that's what he's got there's nothing when you think about yeah. it there's nothing about him in terms of commercially yeah yeah 
it's true. It's like ugh, like you said, if you look at Ronaldo, you see the adverts he does. Even Messi, you can say, okay, he's dynamic. And back on the pitch, you say, yeah, okay. Like you said, even like Bell, match winners. But when you watch Pogba, don't get me wrong, he's a very, very good player. But he's one of those ones like, he's like a steady performer every game. It's like he'll put a tackle in or a bit dynamic there and then. But he doesn't stand out for me as like, you know, oh yeah, this guy is... Hey, that guy looks like he's worth a hundred million. No, he's not. He's just he's a good player. Yeah. And like you said, a bit to say in commercially and even uh, the resale value. How old is he now? Twenty three. Yeah, 23. he's young. He is young. Still yeah. fair. It's a hundred million for Pogba. Say he comes back to Man United, spend what three or four years there. Then what? I don't think he's gonna. Well, this is it. With the, like with that kind of player. Mm. Yes, he does four years and he's twenty seven. Mm. People are interested, like the big mook, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. the real bastard that everyone yeah. wants to do. How much are they going to ask then? Two hundred. <laughs> exactly. Come on, man. And enough, enough to finance some, you know, what I mean, third world country for yeah. the next decade. <laughs> Nonsense. I don't know. That's the other thing I was going to say briefly. Like, I, I didn't think Bell had a good tournament. I'm, he didn't. I'm just going to say, like, no, he didn't. people. He was getting ratings all over the place. I think he had a stinker. Like, he's, he scored a couple of free kicks that people should have saved. And, but they went in, so I'll accept that. But outside of that, he was, he was going through games, not doing nothing. I mean... Ram- oh, Ramsey was their guy. Yeah. Joe Allen, but them two got in the team in the tournament. But I think, for me, Bell, I mean, obviously, he'd done a job. I think he'd done what was asked of him by Coleman. He was in a different position and a different role in yeah. uh, Wells. And everything, everyone was expecting him to light it up. But I think he's got a different role, different uh, position and different responsibility. And I think he handled it well. I think... I think he handled the media aspect of it very well in terms of leading and taking the flack. Yeah. And the deflection went, yeah, yeah, went through him. So I think I think he had a decent um, tournament because at the end of the day, no offence, if you take out Ramsey from that side and look around the rest of the Wells team, it wasn't great quality. Great team unit, but a lot of hype was on him to deliver. But I think he sort of deflected that and said, you know, we work as a team. It's not always about me. Unlike a certain people, Ronaldo, who will go on like to say it's all about me, sort of thing? I don't know. But does Ronaldo go on like that, or is that the perception? He plays it? on it. It's both. I think it's perception, it's and he plays it's on both. it. He knows there are, mate. there are things he does. Like you think to yourself, like for instance, the team won, and they were celebrating. Normally, you run on the pitch and jump on everyone else. Yeah. He's just lying on the floor himself. Yeah. Like even the injured players make their way to the pitch. Yeah. Why has he got lie on the floor mm. and he's? Uh, so someone's got to come to why got yeah. come to you? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's because all about well, him, he's and one. he's my guy as well. But, thing. but so, it's that but why you know they got come to him? Oh. Do you know what it is? If they lose, he gets all the blame. This is the thing people don't seem to. That is true. The, the same thing happened to Messi. Messi, Messi bottled it the other day. Like because think about it. If if Portugal got knocked out, Ronaldo ain't gonna quit. He's gonna keep going. Hmm. Messi unjustifiably gets a lot of stick, and yeah, and, and and to be fair, he's in a much better team than Ronaldo as well. Yeah, yeah. Better Galacticos yeah. running around yeah. that team, but. When Argentina lose, everyone turns on, oh, Messi should be the one who blah. Why? Do you know what I mean? Why me? So so, so I'm supposed, I'm the one who's meant to have the most talent or I'm the, the, I'm the front man, but it's still other, it shouldn't all fall on my on my lap. Do you know what I mean? That's that's, that's a team game. Yeah. It's not but, boxing, it's not yeah, UFC. And that's where I challenge, because I say with Messi, I don't, he doesn't ask for that attention. I, that's the impression I get. He doesn't ask for all that so I do agree like if Ronaldo they do does. lose yeah Ronaldo does like, like you said the Iceland game Ronaldo when he came I'm telling out, you that he's like oh it's a small game and so they didn't come here to win uh, blah 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 well yeah there's only 300,000 of them in their country so they've done well to pick a team I mean yeah. if Ronaldo yeah, said, if I was a journalist and I said Ronaldo said, so how do you got yeah they're a small man team they, they didn't come to win I said yeah well you know it's news for you you must do better 
Yeah. Because at the end of the day, yeah. you're expected to beat them. So go out and you didn't. Bit of grace. Shake their hand. All right, cool. Yeah. But now he's sulked like a kid and he knows the cameras are going to be on him. He loves it. Like you said, I, I, I agree with you on that yeah, one. Yeah, he, he won the Euros. He's lying on the floor. <laughs> Minute ago, you were jumping up and down, coaching man's on the sideline, yeah, with your dodgy knee. Uh, t- 20 minutes before that, you were bawling, crying. Uh, no, nah, the guy bugs me, man. Seriously. Um, nah, he's a good, good player, but he knows what he's doing. He knows, and he loves the cinema. He's almost a diva, man. He loves it. <laughs> he loves the cinema. He loves it. And Ronald, if you're listening, yeah, fix up yeah <laughs> because it's just it's it's wrong yeah it's just wrong grow up Cristiano transfers I'm just thinking we got obviously we spoke about, spoke about Mane to Liverpool mm-hmm. um, Tottenham have signed Janssen again he reminds me have you seen him play he reminds me of Harry Kane it's like they bought Harry Kane 2 who's that, who's that? Janssen the one they bought from Ajax oh, oh it's okay. Harry Kane Harry Kane 2 he's just, he's just like Harry Kane um, he just takes less corners Oh, don't even start. <laughs> <laughs> his, name's, his name's Harold. <laughs> Harold don't, Kane. Don't even start that. Um, or Michael Kane. Chelsea bought what's it? Bastui. Ba- the, the Belgian guy. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Michi. I never saw that coming. And I don't even know if he suits them. I don't. They're spending money on players at the moment. Mm-hmm. That I don't know. Looking at Conte, what he did with Italy. I'm not sure these players actually suit what he's doing. I don't know what he's What's going on at Chelsea at the moment? Um, I don't know. With the, um, who they bought? They bought the Belgian guy. Who else they bought? Is it just him? It's him at the moment. Just him. But I think with Conte, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised because when before the Euros, I was a bit sceptical, thinking, oh, he ain't going to do much. But from what he done with Italy, I think they're trying to get, what's he, is it Man City or them that's going for Bonucci? They both are, aren't they? Both are, but yeah. They're getting told 51 million. Yeah, yeah. How old is That's he? That's some stupid is he tw- He's 29, isn't it? But then what they're saying, yeah. But what 29 year old defender. If, if, they if, better not concede any goals that season. <laughs> for me, like. If John Stones is worth 50 million, oh, then Bonucci no, is John worth 50 Stone. million. John Stones ain't worth 50 but million. But we know this. Who's pay, whoever pays that for him is a bastard. That's one thing <laughs> I'm going to say. Right. <laughs> and I'm worth like 800, 800 grand. If John Stones is worth 50 million. In the stage, in the state I'm in right now, I'm worth coming up a million. <laughs> yeah, and let me revise because Merv said it the other day to me. Oh, uh, in the state I'm in, after playing the game we played on Sunday, I wouldn't score. How many goals? I, <laughs> I wouldn't score hundred goals in Scotland. I'd score nineteen goals in a Scottish season. <laughs> uh, in the state, in the, <coughs> not in the thirty-five state, Patrick's. No, I'd get I'd get one or two braces that season, right? And to your knees. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not serious. Right, we've. Uh, oh wow, it's a monster edition. It is. Um, so it's been good to be back for another edition of the Rival Show. We will be back again soon uh, with maybe the same guests, maybe some new guests, maybe some guests from overseas. We don't know. Um, but yeah, it's been good seeing you, and speaking to you. Pleasure being on here. Thanks. Come again. In fact, stay. Why are you saying good to see you, Gav? You're out. Ties in. <laughs> <laughs> Another edition of the Rival Show. Thanks. Bye-bye. Peace.